What's up, guys? It is the Outdoor Holics bringing you another episode of the Four Peas in a Pod podcast. I'm Barrett Corselman. I'm Tucker Harris. The Helen Keller. I'm Ricky Schwartz. And we are thrilled to bring you another episode again. Um, this past uh, weekend, we were thrilled to uh, be able to go on our, one of our home courses, um, Elkins Lake. We had one of our good buddies, Mr. Chandler Phillips, uh, with us over the weekend. And uh, we are actually thrilled to have him on the podcast today. Some y'all, um, but again, we're going to be able to go a little dive deep into. Obviously, uh, if you don't know Chandler Phillips, he is a, um, I guess, professional golfer. Um, but we're going to dig deep a little bit into what he does in, his, in our off time. Um, he, you know, loves to hunt, loves to fish. So we're going to dig deep onto, um, you know, how he spends his weekends when he's not playing and practicing. What he does to, um, you know, take care of his off time. All right, so last week we had Ricky, or I guess two weeks ago, we had Ricky ask a question about, you know, the chickens and the elephants. So we figured this might not be a bad thing to do, like, weekly or every time we do the podcast. So it's going to be Ricky's dumb question, statement, or anything you think of of the week. So, Ricky, can you enlighten us on your dumb question thing this week? And if you need help, we can help you because we we remember this And we got plenty stacked up. What's your favorite one? I think... Yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean, if it was my favorite one, I should have been a little more prepared. But if we're going to talk about what I think we're going to talk about, Tucker. The one we just mentioned earlier. Yeah. yeah okay. That's what so, stuck out in my head anyways. So it, it had just so happened I had started talking to this gal, and she was saying that she was into. This gal. Uh, what She said she was into pediatrics. And when she said that, I was like, okay. And started thinking about it, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Is that where you, like, give children or people who need them limbs? Come to find out that's just when you work with children and pediatrics is... No, pediatrics is when you work with children. <laughs> yes, yes. And Prosthetics is, is limbs. fake limbs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I yeah. learned that. I was, no, so. he, he called me this about two weeks ago and said... Hey, this happened. She told me she worked in pediatrics, and I was like, I thought she was talking about when you give people limbs. And I was like, No, that's for like it's prosthetics. Like pediatrics is children. And he's like, Well, I know that now. <laughs> and I'm like, know, so. I was like, How did she take that? Did she text you back? He's like, Surprisingly, yes. So <laughs> a couple weekends ago, we were playing golf, and I think we were on like whole whole seven of the front nine. We and, were uh, we were into it. Yeah, yeah and he's like. Hey, let me ask y'all a question. I'm like, okay, yeah, go ahead. And he's like, y'all probably don't know the answer either. Like, <laughs> thinking that we were stupid too. This is and, only for medical people. Yeah. Right? And he asked us the question, and right off the bat, I'm like, yeah, kids. And he kind of rolls his eyes, like, okay, you ruined my story. <laughs> and then he tells me, and I'm like, Ricky, really? And he's like, well, I was trying to keep the conversation going, and, you know, it, it backfired on me. They both start with a P. <laughs> I mean, that's all I can yeah. say. So if she was into pediatrics. What, what is exactly does that mean? Like, was she like studying pediatrics or? Yeah, she was like trying. Or does she just like kids? Okay, so she really was like super smart. She's not just like into pediatrics. Like that's hell what she lot, does on the weekend. Yeah, no, hell of a lot smarter than I am. Okay, well, yeah, that's for sure. sure. That's not hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey! He has a degree. I do. 
I have it. It's in writing. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> and, so, uh, and that says something. Chandler, don't tell everyone that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that, that does it for today's um, Ricky stupid question or topic. Again, that's going to be a weekly thing because it uh, evidently it happens, it happens every, every day. Every single week. I would say on a daily basis. Yeah, we so. kind of have to weed out. like the, We have to pick the best one. They're all pretty good, but we got to pick the best one. So, again, like we talked about in the intro, um, we were fortunate to have one of our really good buddies, uh, Mr. Chandler Phillips, out. Um, if you don't know him, he, you know, he went to Texas A&M. I think he was All-American several times, maybe, or something like that. Three. Um, three-time All-American at A&M. Um, probably one of the best careers at A&M, actually. He, uh, Set how many records? I know he doesn't like to be boastful or whatever, but I'll be boastful for him. He's set several records. I think he has like one of the most tournament wins um, on at A&M. However, um, we were fortunate, you know, I think since he's probably gotten to college and now pro tour, um, we, you know, actually haven't had that many times to really play with him because he's traveling a lot, um, you know, always super busy. However, over the last, like, I think, five months, we've been fortunate enough to play twice with him. Um you know, once was at Whispering Pines for my wedding. Today was, you know, at Elkins Lake at uh, Tucker's home course where he lives. So let's uh, let's do a little recap on, you know, how how today went, you know, who who won, who lost, and go from there. Maybe we shouldn't talk about the golf today because it was bad. <laughs> yeah, I think it was bad all around, honestly. I don't well, think anybody played like... Well, no, we're not, we're not supposed to say the S word, but there were several shanks. <laughs> well, I think shank is a word that you don't want to say when you're on the golf course. I don't think it's too bad to say. No, I don't, I don't even course. want to say it at all because it, just, it, it, needs, it needs to contagious. get the fuck out of my head. Well, yeah, that shit's contagious. Yeah, yeah it's we, contagious. We got off 18 green, started drinking, we ain't even worried about it. <laughs> well, no, I mean, three rainforests later, here we are. Yeah, I, I think that's just the different levels of golf, um, you know. I mean, Chandler, you know, he shoots 300 today pretty easily. Obviously, uh, you know, he talks to me and he's like, that was horrible. Yes, yeah, and, and, and I was like, you know, set. And, if you, and if you heard the podcast <laughs> okay. before, you, you know about, you know, how good I am, you know, about a, around a 15 handicap. Um, so I'm like, 300. I'm like, holy crap, that's so good. And he's yeah. like, that's horrible. Elkins is the easy course, you know. And, uh, but it's just funny. I mean, you know, that, I mean, that's the game of golf. Um, but you know, not thinking of golf, Chandler. Like, what did you think about just you know being out with some of your buddies that you probably haven't played with in a while, just having having fun, um, and kind of a different aspect of golf that you're used to. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, probably need to do it a lot, a lot more often because I <laughs> I get so stuck into you know, play like you're in a tournament all the time, and it just like gets frustrating and being out, just having fun, playing with some buddies. It it does honestly. I think some good most of the time. Just Loose because, me up. Yeah, just having fun. Just not even worrying about anything. And I mean, it's just. It seems like my life is just go 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 with golf, and it's just like got to concentrate all the time, all the time. And sometimes I just need to let go. And I think that's why I played so good in college. Because honestly, in college, I drank all the time. Like it, it was, I it was party. Golf, it was cool. <laughs> but, <laughs> I really just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, like, honestly, I'm gonna get out there and do no it. Bullshit. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I think that's why I played so good in college is because I honestly I didn't 
I didn't really give a shit. And I think it was kind of had something to do with, you know, I had a team behind me or in front of me, not behind me, but like with me and I could always count on them and I could just go out there and just play free and just kind of not even worry about like if I shot 80 or 65, you know, if you shot 80, then you're, you're two guys going to shoot 65. My my team always had my back and it was just kind of like, and that's why I think I play so good is because I, it's not all on you. Exactly. And, but now, man, when it, when it comes down and it's just like, okay, you're making a living doing this. I mean, I don't have a job. This is my job. And when it comes down to this, it's like, okay, a lot more pressure, a lot more shit to think about. This puts for 10 grand. Yeah. No, no, hey, no bullshit. Yeah. Like last summer, last summer I went and played a tournament in Kansas, went to playoff, went to playoff with a guy, played one hole for 15 grand. Lost. Yeah. I lost. So, yeah. Like, in the wind, just blow and blow it away. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was, uh, yeah, it was it was good. Just get out and have fun and just not even think about anything, worry about anything, just have fun. No, I remember because when we were, like, uh, when, we were, when we, were, we were seniors in high school, we were playing golf. I mean, I, I think even going, I mean, I don't want to cut you off, but, like, thinking before that, um, you know, because you were – different school at the time and again don't want to cut you off but like I feel like we want to go back before that yeah. first um, is the fact that like you know I went to the same high school once we got to high school um, we knew each other always because of you know baseball back in the day forever ago mm-hmm. and you were actually really good at baseball um, and then he finally went to straight golf it was at the point where like we got into high school and it was like Chandler Phillips like and again, you're never the guy that like wants to be cocky. Like yeah. I don't want people to think on the podcast that like Chandler's just like prick because obviously, you know, if you think that Sorry. if you think of him that way, just don't know him, you know. Um, but it was just the point where like his name was everywhere because he was just going out and just going off. Because it was always who's this podunk motherfucker that's like shooting sixty five? Like, <laughs> yeah. like he can't even form a sentence and he's out there freaking like, kicking yeah. everyone's ass and golf. Yeah, yeah, I mean he, I mean in the. In the Huntsville item, I think it was like every week it was Chandler Phillips' name in the paper. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was super cool to see, you know, because, you know, in high school we have, our, you know, our small clique, if you want to call it, and, like, he's in it. So we're like, Chandler, like, dude, you're fucking killing it. It's so awesome to see. Um, and he does that throughout his high school career. Um, just, like, every tournament, you know, he's like, yeah, we have a tournament this weekend. It was, like, automatic that like our friend group thought like he was going to win it every single time. Like there was no question about like if he was going to win or not. If he didn't win it, it's because like he didn't win it. It's not because somebody usually went out there and really beat him. Um, and like the tournaments, I mean, I remember like the Huntsville tournament, I think he shot the course record. It was just insane. Like that kind of golf. Um, part of it, I think is like we were in a smaller town at the mm-hmm. time. Um, but it just like, and then you go to, you know, you get your scholarship to A&M, you go to A&M. And then at that point, like, you know, I got to play college sports as well with baseball at Sam. That's like kind of like what separates the men from the boys. And I wouldn't call myself a boy, but like, it's like, I got to like college and it was like, I was like middle of the pack. Like it was decent. Decided to like retire, just be done with, you know, done with baseball done with the college sport and that's like Chandler separated himself he he got well, not point. not 
Not when I got there. Yeah. yeah and I mean, when I when I got there, I like my freshman fall, it like freshman fall, I I played I played every tournament and like I, I yeah, I went there, I qualified for every tournament, play on top five. But I was playing and like I was getting my ass whooped. Like I was I was getting like Do you I, I, I don't even know, but like I, I like I was getting my ass whipped and I was like playing with these guys and I was just getting my teeth and my teeth kicked in and I was just like, I'm these guys are any better than me. And I was just kinda like thinking to myself and I was just like, Why? Why why am I getting smoked? Like honestly, I was just getting smoked and you know, I mean, I don't know if that's just my the competitive part of me coming out and I went to my two coach, my head coach and my assistant coach at college after my freshman fall. And I was like, y'all got to fucking tell me what the f- what's going on. Like, these guys aren't any better than me. What what can I do different? And I had like a, shit, I probably, it was probably like an hour, an hour and a half long meeting with them. And um, they just pretty much told me what they thought. Like, they didn't hold anything back. And just told me exactly what they thought and what would help me, which is that that's what coaches are supposed to do. And they were great with it. And uh, after that, I kind of took everything that they said, took it to heart, put it to my game. And then freshman uh, freshman spring turned everything around and I played so good. You know, I, I didn't go on full scholarship. Yeah. And after my freshman spring, my head coach bumped me up to a full ride just because of how good I played my freshman or, or yeah, played my freshman spring. Yeah. They, he, he was like, so if you don't mind telling us, it it wasn't, we obviously know it wasn't the skill level. You get better as you grow, obviously. Um, but you have to have the skill like to be where you were at. Um, so if you don't mind telling us what was it, what was the main point of that, like, got you to the next level because it wasn't probably necessarily the exact skill, right? Or putting better, yeah. hitting the drive you told, better. You told me it was like, like I think we were actually we were hunting in Kansas when you told me it was like you told this exact same story and you're yeah. like, it was because, and we were actually talking golf. You're like, it was because they told me quit being so stupid. Yeah, no, no, that, that's pretty like, much taking stupid yeah, chances. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, like, and that's why yeah. that's why I loved about my coaches is that. They were so straightforward with me. It was like you, you're you're just immature on the golf course. Like you're you're playing like a 17, 18 year old. You're yeah. playing like a high schooler. Don't hit you, that three well, wood, yeah, two fifty yeah, cut. Exactly. Exactly. It's punch out. And I want to say it again because not to take this the wrong way, but it was it was it because that in high school you could take those chances and still be better than pretty much everyone. Even if you yeah. made the triple, yeah. you still exactly. have nothing to lose. Exactly. Was that kind of the reason that it, that was still with you at the yeah. time? Because it was like, even if I do this and it blows up, I'm still going to probably win. Still 10 strokes ahead of everyone. Right. Still so far ahead. Right. And, and, that, and that's the thing. is like when, when I got to college, you know. You're playing the, the best of the best. Yeah. The, I mean. Especially the SEC. Exactly. I mean, you're and playing solid. So they pretty much told me I was just playing just immature, just playing dumb. And all it came down to is like they they said that you know you're you're a great putter. Why don't you just hit it to twenty feet all day? You're not going to hit every shot where you where you want to hit it every day, every shot. So if you aim twenty feet, say the pin's on the right, 
and but it's like four from the right edge. Well, you're not gonna hit every shot twenty feet. You're not gonna hit every shot exactly where you want to. So you may push it closer to the pin, push it closer to the pin, and you're gonna have ten feet, five feet, yeah. you know. Or you hit it, you pull it a little bit. Well, okay, you're still on a green, so you're a great putter. You can still two putt. So and you just take that to the course. And I'm I'm telling you, as soon as they told me, within a week, I was a totally different golfer. Not changing anything. Not changing like swing. Not changing putting. Not changing anything. No just, distance changes. No, no distance change. Nothing. Just your nothing. approach. Just, just your just attack approach. approach. Yeah, just just going going and playing smart. Just playing I, like I mean, a smart guy and just. I hell, I I still get in that. Yeah, position. I, no, I, st- I still get it where I play dumb, and oh, I got to press. So I got to I got to stick this to three feet, exactly. and, then, and then you hit it in the bunker, and then you make bogey. Yeah, 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 exactly. Just and that's so the just thing. taking your par and walking away. Exactly, and just playing smart, not playing stupid. It just takes all the times that you're short sighted on the golf course, pretty much out of play. And when you when you yeah. take those out of play, honestly, you could go play. As long as you stick to that game plan, or for me, as long as I stick to that game plan, I don't ever get in trouble. And, so, like, yeah, or, or instead of pulling driver, pull the the hybrid or the three wood. Exactly. And so, like, okay, where the where the, the fairway next down, yeah, your, three, your landing zone. Yeah, exactly. You know, just exactly. hit the big area, be one forty out, and, and that's the and thing. Hit your wedge that's the thing. It wasn't. Yeah. It, it wasn't just with like approach shots into the green. It was from the tee box. All the I'm going to swing and hook over this yeah, thing and try no. to put it to put it or, on or like like today. I mean, you know, we're just having fun. We were just out there swinging away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The back 300, 340-yard hole, and I'm trying to drive, trying to get over trees. Yeah, over the green. I'm trying to try try to get as close as I can to the green in a tournament. You would pr- probably hit like a four iron off the tee, and like 150 out, and, and then hit your yeah, and then, then hit just, a pitch wedge in, and then I guarantee you, no joke, I'll have birdie. You just shot. You just, you just shot four or five shots lower if you hit played like if you wouldn't pull driver. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about four or five. I mean, but the thing is, there's days. I mean, that, you could have because it, the driver got all of us in trouble. Yeah, today. it got us all in trouble. But you know, it's just like there's days that yeah, it's working. If you're feeling it and it's working, shit, bomb it, bomb yeah. it all day long. But you know, if they. Like it's today, don't like I was telling the other day, I ain't played Elkins since high school. Yeah. Since high school, I've gained, I guarantee you, I've gained 25, 30 yards off the tee. So I didn't even know where the hell drivers were. Yeah, 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 Can we drive this? There were yeah. yeah. like, like, yeah. several <laughs> holes. You, I, don't, I mean, I don't remember if y'all were listening, but it was several holes that was like, hey, like, if I'm hitting this, where would I get to? Yeah. You know, and it's like, obviously, in a normal course, if you're playing practice rounds, you would have already kind of known that. Not already known, yeah. But, like, yeah, today, I think we're on hole eight of the back nine, you know, where that uh, cart path passes through. Mm -hmm. And you're like, hey, like, where would this go if I hit this right now? And Tuck's like, yeah, you'd probably get on the other side of the cart path, which you end up doing. Yeah. Um, but like in high school, I we were short of that. But we were short. Yeah, short of that. Short, that yeah. brings up the idea of like I think you ended up parting that hole. Yeah, exactly. I think you had like a fifty-yard pitch shot. Not even, and I'm forty yards. Me, but yeah. like, does that actually put you in a better spot? Are you better? Are you that much better at forty than you are at hundred? That's what I'm saying. I, I, no joke. I am, and I think this is this goes for 
pretty much everybody that is at my level trying to play professional golf, they're going to birdie more from like 85, 85 to 130 than you are from 75 to 40 yards out. Just I because mean, there was you a, hit those shots more. Yeah, exactly. There was a video, uh, obviously, DJs with TaylorMade. There was a video with TaylorMade yeah. um, that he posted. And they were wanting him to do like 70-yard shots or something yeah. like that. And uh, I mean, obviously, he was good at it. Or no, I think it was like it was like a fifty-yard shot. Yeah, and then he was, went to it a was, seventy. It was a super short shot, and he was like, uh, "Of course, DJ you know, came. Like, oh, I just uh, hit it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just, no, what no, do you do? D- I, DJ I still, uh, d- he still did really well with it. Um, but on the video, he literally says, "I would never put myself in this right, position right. on a tournament. Yeah, I would never say, the next put five, myself man. in seventy yards. Right? Because I mean, even me, that's." A feel shot. Yeah, there's no, 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 the there's no exact yardage. There's no full club there. It's all feel. Or even What's if it's not a full shot, it's like I know, I know this hundred yard swing. Yeah, exactly. I got that swing yeah, down. Right. I know it. And, yeah. so, and he says that he goes, I, I do not practice this shot. I would never put myself in this position. And that's kind of what you're saying. Right. It's like you started realizing like. What are your best positions to be in on yardages wise? What do I put? The, what do I put it to the pin the closest? And then you start doing that. And you said it's like stop playing stupid. I think that's everyone here. It's like I can attest my best rounds I've ever shot. I think my best rounds at eighty four. That best round was because like it wasn't stupid golf. Yeah. I was hitting good off the tee or whatever, but like it wasn't stupid golf. Tucker's probably best round. Wasn't probably playing stupid. Yeah. Hunter's best round. Rookie's best round. They weren't playing stupid. Yeah, you start shit. thinking about like if you're going in a par five that you can't reach, or you, or you, maybe you can reach with a three wood, but instead of like trying to go for it, so they're going or like or hitting. Okay, I'm just gonna, instead of thinking, okay, I, I might get through a three wood, maybe not. I'm gonna pull my two hybrid or my right. two iron or something, and then just attacking it, but not thinking like, wait, where do I want to be? At to approach this right. next shot, yeah. so, instead of going, oh, like, oh shit! Now I'm 45 yards. I, I rarely hit this shot. Or right. pull your five iron out and be 100 yards yeah. and go, oh, I got this shot that's, today. That's like this. <clears throat> this last week I was in Louisiana and I had par five that hit the drive like shit. You know, like if I if I hit it good, then I could probably reach it with a three wood. But hit it like shit, and then I was just like, well, I had. I think I had like three, three ten to the hole, mm-hmm. you know. And the greens just slopes away from you. I mean, if you if you come in there, if you have a shot that's like where you can't, you know, like you the, the, the ball you, up in the air, you can't like, get it up in the air. You can't put more and as much spin as you can on it. Then I mean, it's just gonna go to the back. Yeah, and you know, it's just. So you want to pull wedge? Well, I play dumb. I yeah. play dumb, try to get it up there, and I just fuck myself. Like, I mean, I had like, I had like thirty yards, or you can't spin that shot good. And to, I smoked the three wood. I smoked the three wood. I was, oh, that's gonna be good. Whatever. I get up there, I'm fucked. Like, I mean, it was, yeah. and it was just like, and then that's the thing, man. Like nowadays, it's just like when I make a bogey, it's just like, whoa. It, it, it's yeah, 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 and like nowadays. I feel like when I make a bogey after that hole, it's just like you're a fucking idiot. Like you didn't, you put yourself in that position. You you did that to yourself. Like you 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 brought bogey into the equation when it shouldn't have even been there. Yeah. And 
So like because, that whole because you're trying to make a birdie when it really is like right. It's like risk reward. Okay, maybe I can make a birdie or I could just play it safe and for sure get par. Yeah, exactly. And it's not so much like oh you can just for sure get par like because Something you know can par, happen, yeah. yeah par fives. You're thinking like oh okay birdie like yeah that. on tour average it's like. That's the one hole on every right. That's your birdie hole. Yeah, so that's your birdie hole. Holes. Yeah, and that's that's why I was trying to do like like last week on that hole, and it it came back and bite me. It yeah, came back and bit me real fucking quick. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, we're doing this podcast, and it's like uh, you're the kind of guy that I feel like uh, you're. You know, you're obviously your priority is golf. Right. Um, you. you know, for a living however I feel like you don't like to talk about it as much usually mm-hmm. um, just because it's like you want to do your thing mm-hmm. and then when we're doing other things you want to do other things right um, but before we leave the golf subject right. yeah I, I got a couple I, I got a couple things I, I have say. one story Tucker does too one of the funniest stories I ever have playing with Chandler um, Tucker was there actually the funniest story oh yeah this um, is good I mean honestly Best friends with Chandler. I think I've only played with you maybe four times, four or five times. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, well, hey, you know, you, y'all. Other I didn't than start Tucker, playing golf. For yeah. A while. Other than Tucker, like, y'all didn't start I playing mean, golf. You, until. you know, we've been friends for yeah. since I were fifteen. Like good friends, fifteen. Now we're twenty-four, so nine years. I've only played probably five times. Right. A lot of it's just because I'm not at that level, so it's like if you're really trying to compete, like right. you know, it's it's hard to go do that mm-hmm. every single day. Uh, but one of the funniest stories was is we were with, uh, the night before we were out having some fun you know staying out late with uh, one of my good buddies Cody Clemens um, and he we were playing we were gonna play golf the next day and he's and I was and I texted him I well, no I was there with him and I was like hey like I got two buddies that are really really good at golf like yeah. would you let them play with us and he's like who are they and I was like well one's Chandler Phillips one's Cameron Champ like, yeah. And I guess he like at the time y'all both y'all were both on A and M. Yeah. Well, I don't remember. I don't, you were on A and M. I think no, now Cameron was too. Well, I don't yeah, know if he yeah, had just yeah. gone away. No, no, no. Time. I think he's a senior or something. Then, but like he had already knew who y'all yeah. were because yeah, yeah. like y'all were killing it. Yeah. Um, both of y'all. And um, he was like, he was like, yeah, for sure. Like my dad's gonna come out. Um, I think I think Debbie was gonna come out. Like all of them were gonna come out. Um, y'all come play golf. So we're like sweet. Um, so it was. I think. It, Cody went with his dad, right? Yeah. yeah. Cody it was, was just yeah. All of them went in the first group. We went in the second group. So it was me, Chandler, Tuck, and Cameron. And uh, we get to the first hole. I was riding with Tuck. Them two were together. And, you know, that was the first. I think I met Cameron a couple times. Yeah. Whatever, but yeah. Cameron's we, super, we super, super, super cool times guy. Or something, yeah. um, and his laugh is hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Laugh is one of the funniest laughs I've ever heard of. It's <laughs> contagious. Like, if you hear him laugh, you're gonna laugh too, yeah. um, and he was already bombing it. Like we were on a driving range, and he was hitting it. It was like mesmerizing at the time. Yeah, he was, was, he wasn't even hitting drivers because he was scared that he was gonna crack his driver because it wasn't like yeah, they weren't pro they or, weren't like, or, or whatever. Something. So he was like not in his driver. Yeah. Like, I mean, the dude had some insane speed. Yeah, we were, um, me and Barrett when we saw it, we were like, "What?" Because Tucker yeah. wasn't like that fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was still. He not, hadn't, those, he those, hadn't those, juiced yeah. up on the steroids. <laughs> oh, well, that was about yeah. forty pounds ago. Yeah, so I mean, we were like, Chandler was because t- Chandler, I think at the time, like at A and M, you had done better, I think, and I don't want to take that away from yeah, Cameron, no, but, no, but you had, I think, done. 
you know, tournament wise, you've done maybe a little bit better than him. Right. Um, but you had t- you were telling us like, dude, this dude bombs. It. Yeah. And he don't like like he's he's probably a little taller than me, but he does not like just like some big swole like he. But he no, just, just makes some club hits. Dude, just like what the just hell? Stupid, God, stupid flexibility, God given talent. Stupid like yeah, God. Yeah, lanky as hell and yeah. he's a mom. And just and so crazy. yeah, we're on the range. The sound is like mesmerized, and we're like crap, you know. And uh, did he just hit a pitching wedge two hundred yards? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we get on the first tee, and we're so we're playing Grand Pines, uh, which is like Bentwater's private private course or whatever. And uh, we get on the first tee, and I think Chandler maybe goes first. Yeah. He bombs one. Tuck goes next. He bombs hits. it out there about two eighty five. Yeah, yeah, that was before Tucker. You know, got more distance. Uh, he gets it good. Then Cameron look like me. Cameron Champ goes. 350. He hits, he hits one ball farther than everyone. So it's like, I was a you know, strong guy then, so, and I'm way worse than I am at this time. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to hit the crap out of one. I'm going to freaking get after this one. Like, I don't care where it goes. Like, at least hit it hard. I swing completely, <laughs> completely. When I say out of my shoes, I don't think you probably ever saw me swing it, this it, hard. As hard as I can. He did it all but fall down. Yeah, as hard as I can. <laughs> And you probably heard this story. Uh, I don't think you could top this any more than I've ever done. I don't even know. I don't even understand how. I I topped this ball so hard. Yes. With so much spin. It landed three feet in front of where my tee was. And and spun spun backwards. And dude, almost hit Cameron. Dude, me, no. me, and we all me, hit the we, ground. We all hit the ground. Dude, we all hit the like ground. I was saying, we were laughing Cameron, so hard. Cameron's, like, laughter, like we said, is contagious. First hole. First hole. First hole. First, 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 first swing of the round, man. Yeah. His laugh was so <laughs> contagious that it literally made everybody, like, roll into dude. the ground laughing. No, no, nah, bro. We were laughing at your shot. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, his laugh. I was literally all my hands and knees, like, dying laughing. Like, like, and then, like, Cameron's like, I couldn't I've breathe. never seen someone ever do that before. Like, he's like, like, embarrassed, just embarrassed as shit. I'm so embarrassed, you know. And for, he's like, for I've seen a lot reason. of people play golf, but I've never seen that happen before. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I haven't either. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think. That that round ended up being one of the one of the one of the most fun rounds ever. I think. Yeah, no, that was great. Yeah, you know we we're having fun. Oh, yeah. like, Chandler was like Chandler's sitting there like two under. He's like, God, I'm so fucking hungover. Yeah, we're still in college. We're telling Cameron we're like, dude, because you know he hits a pretty low like low yeah. drive. Yeah. Uh, right. The epitome this, of a piss missile. Yeah, <laughs> there's these trees, and we're like, dude, you got, we got to clear it. Just go oh, for it. I remember That's not his shot. I remember on that one hole, it was like I think it was uh, ten. I was like, I ranged like to clear the creek. I was like, oh, it's three thirty-five. I said, no, like, I got it. I was like, it's three thirty-five. No, probably not driver here. And he goes, how far is it? Like to clear it? I said three thirty-five. He goes, oh no, I got it. And he just. Then it over. Then, I'm like, what the, the hell? That's the thing. Everybody doesn't. Everybody doesn't know, but, you know, that's his fairway finder is when he tees it low and hits that piss missile. He can tee it up and swing up on it. And it goes, shit, dude. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's gone. No shit. So, Plain Spirit, WP, 
Yeah. Number two. Number two. I watched him carry that left bunker oh. by every bit of 35, 40 Oh, yards. yeah, yeah, no. What is that, 290 from there? Probably. The, oh, no, we played yeah. the bunker. Top, with, no, the bunker. top of that left bunker. So it was 310. So, so, three so, when, so three 310. So he's carrying it 340. So listen to this. So, you know, he plays in the... Forget. He, 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 quali- he qualified for... The U.S. Open to Aaron Hills. I don't even remember when that was. 2017. 2017. Okay. Yeah. 2017. And he plays. And, you know, that's when he kind of blew up on the, like, social media map, uh, map. Like, just, oh, my God, this dude cranks it, just hits it a mile, this and that. He's playing good, like, whatever. And, you know, I played a lot of golf with him before that. And he was averaging, like, three 46 that week. Okay. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Average. <laughs> average. Out of all the drives he hit that week, he was averaging 346. And some went 380. So, yeah. <laughs> and some, some he's hitting out there that far. And I'm just like, I was like, he got back. I was like, all right, bro. I know you hit it far. You don't hit that damn far on a consistent basis. What, what, what is going on? Like, are you just juiced up the whole time? He's like, hell no. It was Wide ass open everywhere. So I just teed it up and I was just sending it. I was like, okay, that makes sense now. Like, I, yeah, your fairway finder is about 325, 330, like at when it finishes. Yeah. But yeah. when, dude, when he, that's when he like, gets those little low missiles. Hey, we, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's because it's fairway. Because it's, and we, yeah. dude, when we were on Spinning the range, 320. <laughs> yeah. When we were on the range in, high, in college, he would, you know, we're just jacking around every now and then. I'm just like, hey, step on one. Just just tee it up and step on one. I don't even know how long, how far it is to the end, but he would, like, hit it. I don't even know why he didn't do this every time because he hit it every, straight every damn time. And it would go a – like, I mean, the hang time, the hang time on this ball was just, like, stupid. Yeah. So. No, I mean, he's, like, he's, not, still going. Yeah. <laughs> he's on tour. I mean, he's like, I mean, I don't really know what top percentile he is. He, obviously, he's still going to be top he's gotta percentile. Be it, was, it was like last year, he was yeah, the longest. I mean, when you watch him, though, it's, he's never really trying to hit it that far. No, no because he, 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 does, does. he doesn't have to try no. to. Yeah. He's still in that top percentile. But yeah. Because his baby's when still go 320. Yeah. So, like, Going back to that, I mean, he kind of reminds me a little bit of a Tony Finau, how, like, Tony Finau hits it a mile, but, like, doesn't try. Right. You saw that video of Tony Finau when he really tried. It was like, Crank. okay, yeah, Tony Finau got some more in him if he wants it. Yeah. Um, and I think of, like, this is off topic, but it's like Bryson DeChambeau. Yes, he hits an absolute mile. Um, not many people can do what he does. I mean, right. I really, really can What's your perspective on that? Because it's like, okay, we see Cameron, who can probably get it there when he wants to. Right. So can Tony Finau. We saw Roy. He can they all can do it. They all can get there when they want to. DJ can. And those are the biggest, biggest names. Right. Tour average is like 290-something. Yeah. You know, it's not as far. What's your perspective on what Bryson does? Um, and what, is you, what do you, have you thought of like what has changed the game like? In a good and bad way. I mean... What he's done, I don't know if anybody else can do it just because of how much weight he has put on and how much 
Yeah, I mean, you, you think about it. Like when, I, hell, especially for me, when I, you know, at times in college, I was like really working out really hard and this and that. I put on maybe like five pounds or something like that. My game kind of went downhill. For him to put on, what did he put on? 35, 40 pounds, something and like that. And, and and go to that next level to like just annihilate the field. Like, it's unbelievable. Like, but, it I really feel like, but I feel like from a consistency point, Bryson has gone down. Yes. Consistency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has. But if you look so, at his stats, if you look at his stats, okay. Yeah, he used to hit 300, okay? He used to hit 300. Right. And he was hitting, what, eight irons, seven irons into the greens. Well, now he's hitting anybody else. Right, exactly. But now he's hitting at 340, 350. Hitting wedges. Hitting wedges out of the rough, or if he hits it good, he's hitting it out of the fairway. He's number one on... The tool right now, strokes gain. Uh, off the tee? No, not well. Yeah, off the tee and greens uh, regulation or what? Maybe something fair. like this, or fairway to green or right. something like yeah, that. But, that. But fairway to green is like second shot to the green, you know, mm-hmm. and because he doesn't have shit into him. He's like, gonna well, hit it. He's gonna hit it because he's hundred yards out. Let me tell you something. If you hit it a hundred yards out of the rough. You're gonna be. You're gonna hit it closer from there than 106, 160 yards out of the fairway. No doubt. Every time. No doubt. It depends on the rough, though. I mean, if you got that five inch yeah. shit, then well, you gotta think. He's bigger than you. He can get down there. He can get, get down, and plus well, he's not saying something. Yeah, he's very. Yeah, he's very like in a way robotic, but it goes to the point of like Roy McIlroy last week. He talks about he hasn't been playing well. He's like, a little bit has to do with Bryson about, like, getting more distance. I'm going to kind of switch my game back to what I was doing in the previous times. But he he did have a comment about uh, something about, like, you know, people just want to look at Bryson, like, oh, he hits so far the tee, but they don't realize also how strong he is out of rough. Right. Well, that, and that's know, the thing. Whereas how, that, how, I never even thought about that. Like how upright. the greens... Around the greens, he's he's an amazing. He's a putter. wizard around. He's an greens. amazing putter, but my my biggest thing with that is with more distance and more speed and more spin, you cause more inconsistency. Yeah, but I, I, my yeah, point the bigger was, swing, the bigger air. is yeah, my point of, and he actually so said like, that. Where, when, where is that middle ground? Is basically what I'm getting at. Well, what I was, before he says it, what I was saying is, is like, Roy was just saying, like, people don't give him the credit of, like, what he can actually do out of the rough because he's so strong. He can, a lot of times where, like, a lot of players would have to lay up because they're in some shit rough. He can muscle through it and get through it. And most people can't do that, but he is so strong, he can actually get through that rough. Whereas a lot of other players, so it doesn't kill do it kill it. his club his feet. He just just and, goes through it. And another thing, what Roy said is that like, okay, Roy, he's about the same height as me. I've seen him in person. I've stood up next to him. He's about five eight. Bryson's six two, six three. Yeah. Ooh. 
with a very upright swing. Mm -hmm. Very upright. Okay. So the more upright you are, the less the grass pertaining to rough the less the rough is going to affect your club because, because you can come straight, down yeah, down you're yeah. coming straight down on it. And then on top of that, how strong he is, honestly, it's probably just like hitting out of the damn fairway for him. Because he's mean, coming straight down he's on coming versus, straight versus down. going through six inches of six inch, Yeah, ball. I mean, he's so... I mean, he can be steep on it. He can do whatever he wants. With a wedge, but he can't be... He can do it with a wedge, but he, like, if, he was, if he was where Rory... Or not Rory, but where, like, let's say, I don't know, you know... Like me, like where, me. Where you would be, I, yeah. If, if, if I hit the seven iron, say, there, say I hit it the same, same. I say I hit same damn distance. Never in my fucking life, I'm will I? But <laughs> he, he say I was hitting out of the rough from the same spot he was. He he would blow me out of freaking water just he would, because he would take the, two less clubs than you. He, probably. I guarantee, his clubs are like upright, like maybe a degree. Maybe two. No. Okay. Maybe minor, one or two. No, minor two. Okay. Minor so two sure, flat. I'm sure his gotta be one to two at yeah. least. So mine, my my clubs, all my clubs, all like my irons and my wedges, they're too flat. So that means my hands are coming lower. So that right. means, I mean, if I come in, if I'm playing a course, especially like theirs, I mean they're overseed. You got the rye that's five inches long or that's whatever. Right. Yeah. There ain't, I ain't got a wish in the world. I mean, I ain't got nothing. Like, there's no doubt. Like, if, if you're hitting a seven iron out of that shit, that it may go 40 yards. <laughs> right. And I'm fucked. There's no other explanation is that I'm fucked. So you that's have to hit the fairway where you're Yes, exactly. That's kind of what I want Which is why you I can't wanted, swing away. Exactly. What I wanted to bring up back in the championships when I watched you at Karsten. Yeah. In that playoff hole against Hovland. Mm-hmm. You were in the right rough, he was in the left. Right. I know for a damn fact you were blocked out by those trees. Oh, screwed. 100%. Yeah. And you laid up and that was the right call. Right. But saying those trees aren't there, you and Hovland weren't that far. Like he was maybe five, ten yards in front of you in that rough. Both of y'all were in the rough. Right. But he was on the left. Right. If there were no trees there, with that rough being that thick, what do you think the difference is? You know, well, like what, that what, that what rough. Been, what would have been different if those trees weren't there? Oh, I definitely went for it. Right. Just because it was. I mean, it was. Honestly, I was only a like. I recall right. It was only like 170 yards. Mm-hmm. Am I gonna go and try to hit it 170 yards? No, mm-hmm. I'm right. gonna try to take a less club and try to catch a flyer out of there hit and hit it greenside and just try to get up and down and make him make birdie mm-hmm. to beat me. You yeah. know, because mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> if I hit it greenside, I feel like I feel pretty comfortable that I can get it up and down for wherever the hell I'm at if I'm in the right spot. As long as I don't short side myself, yeah, yeah, exactly. But Victor, you know, he's not 14th in the world now mm-hmm. just because he's some chump. Like, he's mm-hmm. one of the best. He is so good. And for him to hit the shot that he did out of that rough from 170 he yards. Was, he was further back than you were. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know. Yeah. He, he's on tour for a reason. Yeah. And it's because he's one of the best in the world, and he just. I didn't say that he, he stick it or something. 
No. no. I mean, he well, puts I mean, it like 25, 30 feet, but from where he was. Well, he's only green, that's yeah, not yeah, yeah, I mean, from like Ricky said, I mean, from where he was and he hit it as close as he did, it was just like. Shit. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Like, it was. It was stupid. Cause it, yeah. Because I played it. I played Carson the week after they did, and the rough was five and a half, six inches long. So that I mean, it's thick. Yeah. And for him hitting, I don't know. I I truthfully don't know what he could have hit from there, what he would have hit from there. But the fact that he hit it where he did, right, blew my mind. Yeah. So. Right. Well, I was gonna say now, I guess. Well, there we kind of got, went off on a foot. Yeah, we went off on a tangent, but anyway, it was good. It was, no, that was great. Yeah, it was the matter of like golf's changing. It uh, is changing. People, I think. I think people. I mean, like we talked about Bryce. Yeah. People talk back about him about like whatever he is. I think it's cool for the game. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's awesome. Oh no, it's great. Like having people like him, like him and. Fitzpatrick like, talks a little bit of crap about yeah, him, whatever. People hitting the ball like that, like that, that, like, or like, just like Cam does, like, that brings an attraction to well, the yeah, game. Everybody wants to watch it. Everybody yeah. wants to see it. So they're like, I want to go see this shit in person. Yeah. And so so they start you know, going, you know. We saw all the memes about, you know, Bryson throwing his hands up when he, and he clears it. Yeah. Well, yeah I mean, he's, you know, he's, Roy, Roy he's, did close to the same thing, but it's just like, it's, it's so level. cool to see Bryson do that. I think it brings the game to another level. I mean, that's also, I think, another reason why you saw the, you know, golf level increase dramatically this year. Okay. Yes, it was a pandemic, but just like, I mean, golf's going on a level. I, I mean, I just think it was really cool to see because everyone needs to be playing golf. That does make sense. So the channel was talking about with, like, just the weight that he can, like, the force, like, even, and honestly, it kind of correlates to, like, baseball. Like, you know how, like, a bigger guy, like, whenever you, so, if you're a smaller guy and you have, you can swing the club fast, but like, or I'm swing the bat fast, and you hit the center, or you hit, you know, the sweet spot, it's gonna go. But like, if you're kind of like weaker arms and you like get shafted or you hit the end of the bat, like it just kind of dinks out there. Like with a club, same thing. Like if you're swinging slower, but and you have a good, you you know, maintain your ball flight well, you control the spin, everything's great. Like you can hit it far, but like if you toe it, heel it, catch your skin, you catch it on the face, it's like, whoa, holy shit, that went 50 yards shorter. We're like, mm-hmm. I even noticed for me. When I put on forty pounds, same thing. Like for versus high school to now, like when I catch it bad, it still goes pretty still fucking far. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. like it, it goes from me. instead of going oh, when I hit it great and it goes three forty, and I hit it bad and it's still oh shit, it still went three ten. You yeah. know, like but not not bad bad. You know, like just off yeah. the center. Versus like if you're not swinging as fast and you miss miss hit it, don't go anywhere. I have a so that, that's. Pretty cool yeah. for Bryson to build, like, because that helps him too. Because his miss hits still are deep. So uh, I have a funny question that I guess to ask. You saw me play today. I you know, some, <laughs> some really bad shots. It's funny, you know, because it, it is what it is. You know, that's normal. I'm obviously gonna have bad shots all the time. Um, <laughs> and the reason I ask this is because last week we see um, Bryson top one. <laughs> then we see Lee Westwood shank one basically um, right after. What's it like when you're playing with the best of the best? Because you play obviously yourself is really good. You play with some of the best people. You play with Matt Wolf, Hovland, Morikawa, all these guys oh. that are top top guys in the, in the world now. Um, what's it like, or what have you seen? It's like when those guys is that can happen. You right. see it. Do something like that. What's it like when that happens? Like. Do they just like laugh about it? Do they are they just like 
Or is it a relief to you? Like, they are human. Like, what is that like when it's like they shank one or they top one? Like, what is that like? Or they chunk one 20 yards. Because you see me me top one and you just laugh about it because you're like, that's not, that's not like out of the ordinary. It's going to happen again. What's it like when you're seeing people like that and yourself do a shot like that? And you're like, what do you think in your head? I'm going to be honest. I've never seen any of them miss a shot. Like it's it's crazy, especially Colin. Colin, he is one of the dude, best ball strikers. Out that there. dude is a stripe show. Matt Wolf. Every time I've played with him, I mean, me and him are really good friends. Stripe show. I mean, it, I mean, when I say stripe show, I'm pitcher the best flight shot, everything that you can imagine on something. That's why I see every time. Every time I played with him, same thing with Victor. And, I, I mean, v- Victor, I mean, he's gotten a lot longer from what I've heard and what I've seen than when I played with him. And But he's also, like, I can just see him on TV and I can just tell, like, okay, the dude's lost probably 10 or 15 pounds of fat yeah, and does, put yeah. it back on with muscle. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's like, I, mean, I saw him when I was, yeah. he was in college against him and stuff. Yeah. He was he, like, he's he kind of chubby. chubby. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not chubby, but just kind of like the skinny fat. Yeah. Kind of skinny and fat. Now, now he's, he's like, like, he's just, now he's built. He's now he's built. Yeah, he's, yeah. And dude, when I, yeah, when, when I played with him, I, they striped it every time. Every time I played with them, they striped it. I didn't see any flaws or anything. It is funny, though, but, like, Colin, when he would come to tournaments, I don't know if he still does it. He may still do it. But when he would come to college tournaments or, like, when we played Palmer Cup together in in Atlanta or in, in France, he brought three putters with him everywhere he came. Yeah, I think he still does, possibly. Yeah. To see what that day or what? Yeah. Well, like, yeah, it was so, the video. So I don't know if which one. I like this one today. Yeah, it was the video the other day that the Taylor made. Like, um, I think it's Chris Trot. He's like the Taylor made guy, or whatever. Yeah. Like the marketing guy for all the pros. They were talking about like he still hasn't really found a putter that like he just like trusts. Right. It's like Tiger, you know his. Putter. Yeah, yeah, he, he knows he, it every single stay. time. Yeah, uh, DJ for a while now has been using the spider, the black spider. Right. You know his putter. But, like, every tournament I feel like more cow has gone to, it's sometimes a different putter. Yeah. And, and, hey, whatever works, whatever. Yeah. I mean, go with it. And, I, I agree. But he, the thing is with Colin is that he stripes it so well that he could use. He could, putt putter? Like one of the little yeah, he could use a damn wedge and he'll, go, he'll, he could putt with a wedge all day and he'll probably still shoot three or four under. Because he's gonna hit three or four tap-ins all day from the fairway, and it, you, you want to see some golf? Go watch him. Wherever he's at, just go watch him. He's he's gonna be it. So that was like so we're, you're talking about like watching like these big guys like like making the mess ups. And like, what do you think about like that? Was actually got me thinking like what I was gonna talk about earlier with like when I was when we were we were seniors in high school, and I was like I was the worst about like. Me and even Jackson, like, and like all of us with like, so like leaps and bounds behind Chandler. And so we're like, I mean, obviously still are, but like to us, like, even like, no, we're nowhere close to him, never will be. But like, 
watching him, I was like, God dang, how does he do that? How does he have that much confidence? And just like, or even if he does hit a bad shot, like, he just, I'll get it back. I'll get it back. Or, you know, like, or he, if he gets kind of mad, he'll get mad about it and just go make three birdies in a row. And I was like, I remember I was on, I think we were on number two of ravines going over the water, under the green. I said, hey, or, or no, no, Chandler asked me, he goes, what do you think about when you see it, when you get to the shot? And I was like, well, I think about, like, I'm like, okay, so if I miss, I want to be left because I have more green to work with there. And this and that, I don't want to be right because there's nothing over there. And I can't go too long because the bunker's there. And I definitely can't go short because there's water there. And he's like, whoa, what water? I'm like, what are you, the, the fucking water right there. He's like, <laughs> he's like, there's no water there. Yes, there is. He goes, no, don't think about the water. The water's not there. He's like, don't think about the bunker. You go, just... Pull the stick and hit it. How far is it? 150? Pull the stick and hit it. I'm like, but what about the wind? And like the, and all this, like, dude, don't worry about that. Like, is the wind blowing 20 miles an hour? No. Just pull the stick and hit it. Is that what you do? He goes, yeah, I don't give a shit. I just, right, hey, fly way uphill, fly downhill, wind, whatever. I'm just like, oh, 175, pull the stick, hit it. I'm yeah. like, hey, I can't think about it. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> no joke. And I still stick to that exactly how you're saying it. It's just like, uh, y'all probably seen it, the video of Dustin. Like, uh, somebody, one of the reporters asked him, and was like, no, you're a pretty fast player. He was like, yeah, yeah. Like, you you ever, like, try to slow down or anything like that? He was like, you know, you know Dustin, he just kind of, no, no. Never really thought about yeah, it. Never, <laughs> yeah, never really thought about it. But he was like, you know, he was like, well, I mean, there's only two things that can happen if I hit and when I hit this ball. Is it gonna be good or it's gonna be bad? If it either one, I'm gonna go find it, I'm gonna do the same thing the next one. So I mean it's just kinda like I'm just, gonna hit it. just pick yeah. out the smallest don't thing. Don't think about you, it. Yeah, don't think when you start looking at things analyzing it too yeah, much. Yeah, I mean if you, oh shit, don't wanna go left, uh don't really wanna go right, well then you're gonna start guiding it. And then, mm-hmm. but if you just look at the pin and be like, okay, I'm gonna hit that motherfucker right there. I'm gonna hit it right like, there. Like, don't give yourself any other yeah, options. Yeah, just like them. I'm gonna hit it right there. And you just don't think about anything. Just get up there and just do your thing. Hit I swear to God, I'll stick by. I'll stick by that my whole life. And that's why you've always told me too. You're like, I hate slow rounds. Like when I'm sitting there, you're sitting there pacing around your ball yeah, for five I mean, minutes before you can hit because you notice there, everything. Then you're sitting there thinking, oh shit, I got like. Oh damn, that green is slipped to the left. Yeah. Maybe I gotta land yeah. it to the right, you know. Yeah. And like instead of just going, yeah. fuck it, pull the stick and hit it. Yeah, I mean yeah. when they during the during like the really pandemic, they it was like Wolf, Ricky, EJ, and who else played in it? Ash play. Roy. Roy. No, Roy did. Yeah. It, R- Ricky. It was Ricky. It was Ricky, yeah. Ricky JT. Or it was Ricky, Ricky and uh, Ricky, and, Ricky and Matt were on a team. Roy and Dustin. And Roy and Dustin were on a team, and it was funny. Like the cameras couldn't keep up with Dustin. He got to his ball. He hit yeah. his ball. Yeah. They were like, they would, the they would finally, they would, <laughs> they would finally get to him, and he had already chipped or he already well, putted. They were like, yeah. They couldn't keep up with him, but like that's kind of what you're saying. It's yeah. like he got to his ball. Because, I mean, they're carrying their own bags that, uh, that little... It's kind of like you get in the zone, too. Just like, I don't want to get out of the zone. Just, like, go yeah, hit it. Yeah. I, I know what I'm doing. And, and it's like... It's just kind of like anything else. Like, when you get, like... Say, you you're, you have a chip. You know, like... I know, Chandler, you don't... And none of us really do. You don't think, like... Okay, it's a 20-foot chip. I'm going to hit a bump and run. I'm going to land it. 
you know, 10 feet, let it run out. No, you just like, okay, you pull the stick and you're like, okay, I know what I'm going to do. You don't like think I'm going to land it at this leaf right here. Right. You're just like, you know where you want to do it. And you're like, but subconsciously before you even see it, like, okay, you just do it. Yeah. You're not like thinking like, I'm going to land it at this divot or this leaf and I'm going to let it run out. No, you just fucking hit it. So you're talking about with like how you'll come across like slow play and all that kind of shit, kind of start to notice more than you want to. When that starts happening and, you know, you, you come across slow play and, you know, your mindset is, I see the pan, I'm going to hit it there. Right. What are you doing? Like, when you're sitting there waiting, go, like, there's nothing you can do? Go talk to someone. Go, go talk to, like, the yeah, guys I know in high school. Just, just, just talk about I know in high school shit. you did that. Because yeah. Well, you were friends with everyone because you played all those big tournaments yeah. with like, the top guys and that right. were in high school. So you, You'd be bullshitting or like if I was on the other hole waiting with you and they'd be but hey, we gonna go shoot something this yeah, tonight. Yeah. Like hey, how, how we get down, let's go to the farm, let's go yeah. let's go whack some shit, you know. And and like don't even look. Just don't even like fuck everything else. Like, yeah, honestly, don't even look at the hole, don't look at where you're about to hit the shot, don't even I'd go talk to them about anything, like hey what? like still to this day, like I'll if I'm playing with somebody that I don't even know, I'll be like, Hey man, where are you from? Where where, where, where'd you go? Where'd you go to college? Where what'd you do? What do you do now? I mean, just whatever. And then by the time you really, you know, you get to talk to somebody, and then you're help. Then you're talking to them for five minutes. Well, help. Then the guys are already off the green or out of the way, and then it's just like, okay, all right. There's your shit. There's where you want to hit it. Hit it. Just go. And, And and you know, like what I like a lot is that. Some of the tournaments I've been playing, the guys are all, always like, "Hey, if you're ready, just go. Ready to go? Yeah, yeah, just ready to go. Just let's. Who gives a shit? Like you know, mm-hmm. just go. I'm like, hey, y'all are fucked up now. I'm, I'm <laughs> fucking going. Like I, I will be first all day long, except on the par threes. I'll, I'll watch y'all." Ball, how it reacts in the air and stuff like that. But well, I'm gonna go post yeah, the bigger yeah, stick. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But no. Nah. And that that's just kind of what I do now. So, yeah. so again, talks about a lot of golf. I think the last topic about golf because you do a lot of stuff outside of golf mm-hmm. that relates to like what we like. Oh yeah. The last thing that I want to touch on, and if anybody wants to say anything else, feel free. Um, you played a lot of tournaments back in college, junior golf, um, all over the world. Um, Pro events now. What was uh, your favorite tournament to ever be a part of? Whether it's again junior, pro, college, your most fun time, the coolest tournament that you felt like you were a part of. Probably. Which, Probably. which my one fr- was that? Uh, my sophomore year, the, the first France one. No, no Atlanta. One. Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Atlanta was. What course was that? Uh, Atlanta Athletic Club. All right, it was it was badass. So we that was the last year that they they only had uh, guys play. Now after that, it was they brought in college girls too or stuff like that. That year we had a squad. Like I lo- I looked at a picture of us the other day, and from a squad of ten guys, ten guys there were. There's four on the PGA Tour, two on the Corn Ferry, one on the European Tour, and then 
me and another guy. Like it, it was, I mean, the, the team, yeah, it's stupid team. So the the way they did it is like the first day was thirty six holes, and it was alternate shot and uh, best ball, and I was paired with Sam Burns. He's on the yeah, PJ he's tour a, now. He's been killing it. Yeah, right? he's been killing it. He's so, from Lefkin. No, no, he's from Shreveport. Uh, oh, yeah. But I know Daniel didn't Chris Leatherman friends with him or something like that. No, that's that's another guy. Uh, um, so we play. You're thinking of Griffin? I think Cross maybe. That was from uh, Lefkin. That's besides the point. Yeah. Keep going. So we're so we're playing, and every player plays their matches that day. Everybody plays uh, with a teammate, plays alternate shot, first 18, and um, uh, best ball, the second 18. Well, after all matches were done, after the first day, after 36 holes, it was pretty much all square, like the uh, point system. And then the next two days, we were playing 18 and 18. Straight up. Straight up. And we were playing uh, single matches. We go and play that first... That first round of eight uh, single matches, out of ten guys, we won nine and a half points. It was wild. Everybody went off, and the only guy that lost, so y'all just whooped that or, ass. Y'all, it was <laughs> yeah. yeah, or yeah, no, he didn't, he didn't even lose. But uh, the one guy that uh, halved was the number one ranked guy in the world, Maverick McNeely on on US team, mm-hmm. but he played Victor Hopkins. So he had, so we had nine and a half points. But after that, we only needed, I think, two points to to win the cup. The whole next to, day. To, to net the next day. Yeah. To win the whole thing. Yeah. And they sent off uh, a kid named Norman's on was on, on their on their side. Oh no, on our side. Your side. We we, okay. we sent off Norman and then Doug Gim. Uh, Doug, second, yeah. Doug he and just, Doug's, Doug's on the PGA Tour now. And at the time, Norman was like, I think he was like third in the world at the mm-hmm. time. And he, they go out there. Now, we only needed two points. They, Norman's first, first off, Doug's second off. Norman wins seven and six. Doug wins six and five. Cool. I mean, just Does blows it out. Yeah. And then everybody else, and our coaches came around and was like, all right. Y'all, ha- y'all just have fun. We're we won this and that, and just yeah. and then, God, that night. We probably won't put that out there, but I remember this one of those stories. Good old nightlife in Atlanta. Oh man, it was it was wild. <laughs> and, uh, that's the one you barely made. Like? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, <laughs> no. Nah, so like, I yeah, I ain't gonna get hard, like a little. Don't get the hard parts. details, but yeah. Yeah, let's just say no. that the next day you should have you brought College Station. No, that yeah. wasn't even College Station, man. That was some <laughs> other. That was next level shit because <laughs> the next hey the next day I woke up from a phone call from my dad and I was already supposed to be back in in Houston. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was pretty pissed because yeah. because he called. Yeah, I I he I mean I answered the phone and he I'm like hello, hello. <laughs> and he was like, like four you? p.m. Yeah, he, he was like, where you at? I'm like, what do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? He was like, I'm at the airport here to pick you up. Your flight landed like. 
45 minutes ago. I'm like, oh, no, you can go back home because I'm still in my bed in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> and I busted my lip. I've, dude, I was, I, I was... I was, dude, I was so hammered. I was so hammered that I was in, I was walking, the, the place that we went that night, we had, I had, <laughs> I got so hammered that I was walking to the Uber and I tripped and I was, I was so drunk that I, I couldn't brace myself. So I just went face first. <laughs> and that's why like, you know, people ask me until this day, they're like, do you shave that little, that little, uh. Um, like, ball spot in your lip, like right in the middle, and he, I'm like, nah, hair don't grow because I've got a big ass scar right there. <laughs> They're like, where you get that from? I'm like, nah, did, I ain't did you get a hit? That. Yeah, by the concrete. <laughs> no, no, that's what my dad said. He was like, I, he he did end up coming to get me later that day or that night. Um, and I bet that was I, a rough plane ride back. Oh, dude, <laughs> uh, that was rough. And I, I got back and I walked out and I hadn't told him about it yet. And I mean, my lip was swollen. I mean, I looked like I got knocked smooth the fuck out, which I did. I got knocked out by the ground. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it looked like somebody just hit yeah. me right in my lip. Yeah. And he was like, "What the fuck happened to you?" And I was like, uh, "I, I tripped and fell." And, he, like, and he was like, no, no, and he, and he was like, no, seriously, who knocked you out? I'm like, oh, I swear, I ain't getting a fight. I, I, I trip and fell. Yeah. Like, he was like, no, no, you got knocked <laughs> the fuck out by somebody. Who, who knocked you out? Mad oh, shit yeah, oh, mad shit, mad shit. And I was like, no, you can literally, out. you can call these people, I ain't gonna name them, but you can call these people and they'll tell tell you because they... Help me back to my room. <laughs> Help me in the Uber. Made sure I didn't go to jail. So, yeah. So I, I tripped over a pebble. You know? Yeah. No. I don't even know what the hell I tripped over. I may not even tripped over anything. I Might may just, you just fell yeah. Out. It may have been just like uh, it, it, it's, it's about time for me to follow. <laughs> We're going down. There's no stopping it. Yeah. So that's your best. Tournament you've got, you've got yeah, 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 minus, yeah, minus all the the, oh, the, the end of that it. was, yeah. no, that was but just like, you know, an experience though. It's like, yeah, you've been yeah. a part of probably other personal tournaments that were obviously super cool, but that's just another level, right? Like, being a part of the honor palm roll, getting uh, into the tournament other stuff thing. we want to talk about, like, was what we're, I guess, we're getting into is I remember. The it was yeah it was our senior year it was like it was the first tournament we ever played on the, in this uh, the spring season it was like the it was, it was our district course but like we played it like in January or whatever and Chandler shot like eighty one or something and I shot like eighty nine and I was like well like at first I was like I was upset because I was like then Chandler shot eighty one you know what honestly I'm only eight strokes behind like if he did that then I guess I have every right to like. Shooting you know what I mean? Like, that's comparatively, you know, usually it's like, okay, Tucker shoots 78, and then Chandler shoots like 67. So I'm like, honestly, like, I'm doing better than normal if you think about it, because like, I'm only like eight strokes back, usually like 10 or 12. So, like, you know, that makes sense. And Chandler, like, we're on the 18th tee, and this plan is slow. Like, I come up, and he's in front of me, or yeah, I think he's in front of me, and he goes, Hey, what are you doing tonight? I was like, I don't know. Well, we're Teeing off like seven thirty in the morning tomorrow, so I don't know. He goes, "I need to kill shit." <laughs> I was like, "All right." He goes, "When we get back, 
let's go to the farm and we need to kill shit. And I was like, okay. I mean, why not? You know, yeah. just screw it. You're like, you're like, that's my main hobby. So yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, like, he, get, I'll miss this golf tournament. <laughs> more anyways. The funny thing that's was, so Chandler, Chandler, shot, <laughs> Chandler shot nine over that day and then finished the rest of the season 27 under. <laughs> so, like, you know, he came back from nine over to shoot 27 over. And kept going. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Yeah. 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 That was, I mean, I, did, I didn't shoot that bad the rest of the season, but yeah. Anyway, so then we started getting into hunting, and I mean, we did that way before then, but that was like, that was funny, because that was like our, if we got pissed, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go drive around in the old red truck, with spotlights, and just like shotguns, 22s, yeah. and just blast shit, whatever, if it flies, it dies. Driving through the field, shining the field large. You want like get fifty miles an hour? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> one hand, one hand on the truck, one hand on the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally not safe. Drops, but just everything. And then I don't know how we didn't go to jail, but we didn't. And it was like our neighbors didn't call and be like, "Hey, there's a there's three in the morning and there's kids shooting. Like they've already fired like a thousand rounds in the field. Like, <laughs> there's lights going everywhere. Like it's um, a miracle y'all didn't get locked up. No, it like, is there is no more raccoons at our property after our senior year because yeah, I remember we used to have truckloads. Then bullshit, I tracked some the other day. Yeah, but okay, they learned how to cover their fucking eyes with the spotlight <laughs> because now they're like oh, all lighting shit. You weren't here back in like high school. And you got to witness it even more so. Oh, okay, like, yeah, me and Hunter were doing this shit since yeah, like seventh grade. For a while. Oh, I didn't yeah. see none but, of it. I didn't get here until so senior. Senior, oh, you already killed all the shit. <laughs> senior in high school, we would still go out there every night. We would. I mean, there was so much stuff to shoot. It was always super fun. Then that year passed on, and we tried to keep going back out there. And every night, it was just getting like worse and worse. There was never anything. Like, like what, where did all the animals go? And finally, the, 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 <laughs> Tucker was like, he's like. Guys, I, I think we've killed like everything. <laughs> I was like, I don't think there's ever gonna be anything out here again. It went from and like, like I swear, like, it went from like there's really not. I mean, there's. It went from high school like we were killing. Like I remember we used to like senior year, even like before that, like before y'all went out there, like with me and Hunter, and uh, we got there sophomore, junior year of high school, and we go shoot. I mean. 15, 20 rabbits, like, I mean, like, <laughs> oh, like man, I still got 18 pictures. coons, five or six possums, and we're, like, filling the truck up, like, damn, this is nice, and then, like, after that, like, after three or four years of that, I was like, where do the animals go? Like, they got the fuck out of here is what they did, like, yeah, and it's late, it's late enough, or later on enough now in life that you can say this, but if you pissed us off, you were getting a yard full of raccoons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we were, yeah, this... But we used to live for that shit. Like, <laughs> oh my God. All day long, we were planning, we're going to go to the farm. We've got this many 22. Like, we're fucking. Even ready. before I could drive, I'd be like, Dad, all I need you to do is take me over there and drop us off and just come pick us up, like, sometime tomorrow. Like, uh, we, had, we had a mule or a Polaris or a foiler or something and a couple flashlights, maybe a spotlight, whatever we could do. Just a bunch of rounds of 22. Just like, screw it, let's go. Let's go murder shit. Tuck would take the couch. I'd sleep on the massage bed in the living room. Meet me in Big's house. Oh, yeah. yeah. That massage bed's comfy. And I don't know if I would ever uh, stay the night there. No. Well, that's usually... I would get sick every time I stayed there. Because, <laughs> yeah, I had to, I had because to there was so rag. much dust and stuff. Like, I mean, Allegra would not do it. Like, Benadryl... 
was the only thing they would do it, but then, you know, I'd be knocked out. Be so knocked out. That commercial that says if you've ever been exposed to asbestos, call this number. Like, me and Tuck could probably call that number and get some money. Yeah. <laughs> like, that might be, like, we might have partial brain damage from the amount of just nasty shit that was in that house. And still is. I mean, yeah. No, it, it is. I mean, Ricky's over there helping on it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that was our main in high school. That was our main thing. That's what we did. We just like it was like where, where were we gonna go because I was the only one that had land to go hunt on, you know. So, except for well, I guess Marco did, but we were like sometimes we'd go out there and did you know at his grandparents' place and hang, but it was like they only had like 300 acres, I guess. So, so Chandler, my last at least my personal last question I have for you, um. So when you like talk about how things change from your somewhat practice schedule from high school to college to pro where you're at now, like how how has all that changed for you? Like I can tell you, you that. Done it went anything? from no practice to just a little bit more. <laughs> like what? What's, yeah. Like truthfully, like what's changed? Like how has? Yeah, I practice like, way more now. Just yeah. it's every day golf, golf, golf. But mm-hmm. it's kind of like Tucker said. It's he can attest that in high school, I know we'd show up to the range and he'd be like, "All right, I'm out," and he just like yeah. leave. Yeah, or like you're not gonna play nine with us? No, no. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like damn, like we're not even worthy of playing with. Hey, me. but no, no bullshit. I should probably go back to that. I should probably go back to not practicing that much because now that. I practice so much that think about it too much. I, well, that and pre, yeah, pretty much in in a way, I just notice a lot more things now that it's just like. I remember the story you is, told is me. That, do I need to work on that? Do I not need to work on that? Or like, oh, that's not good enough, or this and that. But I mean, and sometimes it's yeah, no, you need to work on that. But it's just like oh. You really need to grind on this when you really don't. But, but sometimes, if, if it ain't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And like exactly. I remember the story you told me, like that one time, like you're you're this one we're we like you're, I guess you were either I think you were a freshman in college, and you said your dad was like, "You ain't going out, or you ain't going to do this," and you're like, "You need to go practice golf." And he's like, "I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm like I'm I'm playing fine." You ain't played in two months, and you're like, "All right, fine, I go stick the ball, and like I put a tee up in the road, and if I hit." Hit this road with my driver. I'll go. And he's like, "All right, fine." And you're like, "I smoked the fucking road." Yeah, I ain't, ain't smoked yeah. a club in two months, and like the road's twenty foot wide. Yeah, and it, he, he used to give me shit all the time, and it was he, he would be like, "Oh," because like kind of what we're getting into now is like in college, we we were just go 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 like mm-hmm. all end of August all the way till the end of fall season was the end of October. Mm-hmm. And then we didn't have another term until the end of January. Yeah, and then you got done. Party time. Hey, fuck <clears throat> that. I wouldn't touch a club. I'm going hunting. Like, yeah. I yeah, and I was, that's what I was just about to ask. And that's what I was, yeah, that's kind of what I was getting to. Like, you're still doing as much of that. Oh, like, yeah. No, I almost like, think you're doing more. That's why you bought the thermal. You're like, yeah. I gotta get my mind off yeah, this shit. Let's I think you're something. doing way more of it now. That, that, that's what exactly what Tucker said. Is like, you know, I bought the thermal, and it's just like, 
you know, my girlfriend gets mad at me sometimes. Now mm-hmm. I'm just like, hey, I'm gone. I'm like, I'm going hunting. <laughs> I, I'm not going to sit at the house where I can just be thinking about because I mean, it's golf, golf, golf mm-hmm. because I don't do anything else. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there's nothing else that I do. Like, oh, what am I going to do at work tomorrow? Well, so if you fuck. just sit around, it's going to eat your life. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. So if I go hunting, it's just like, all right, I'm about to blow some shit up. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that, I mean, I'll go now when I'm in town, I'll go every night. And she, she's gotten, my girlfriend's gotten used to it now. That And she, my wife is like, who's calling you? I'm like, like Chandler, like, are you going to hunt with him? I'm like, I, I'm, I might like it's like I mean it's Wednesday but like, we'll see what, what he has lined up like if it's <laughs> if it's like if it's an hour drive then no but if it's like right here in town like yeah I'll, I'll stay out till 12 oh my gosh the next day did Chandler call you again yeah yeah are you gonna go no I'm not going tonight baby it's okay just calm down <laughs> well, well but I am gonna go with him Friday because we got this badass thought lined up yeah. like, this might be a once in a lifetime opportunity <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, "You always say that." I'm like, "I may never get to hunt this property yeah, hey, again." Hey, <laughs> Cassie's going to hate me, dog. <laughs> she might already. Yeah, that's true. no, she, no, that's true. she doesn't. So, you know, you got a good buddy. As long as Y'all, you got a good group of guys who you duck hunt though with a lot. You hog, you've hog hunted a lot this year. You got the thermal. That's been like your kind of. Yeah, I like the thermal hunting trailer better than the duck hunting because he wouldn't do shit. Because he'd be like, yeah. I wake up at 3, 3 a.m. and he's like, going to sleep at 3 p.m. But, yeah. And then wake up doing it again. Yeah. But what, what's your favorite now, though? You still a duck hunting? Yeah, yeah, man. That duck hunting, it's. There's nothing that compares to it, honestly. Just because. So, really? Shooting. You, dude, shoot, you, get, you get to shoot six ducks or you can go shoot 20 hogs. Dude, it's you just shoot six, six ducks. Right. Six ducks? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Now, uh, see, I like the, I like the. If I'm gonna go duck hunting, I like the ones you get out there about like right at the, like just barely daylight, maybe a little after daylight. Hey, we had kept, a few. We had know, a few. This some year. of those like come here, duck. Yeah, all hey, over it. You know, <laughs> no joke. This year, this year, man, we. We waxed, and it was just like we didn't. It's like an Argentina dove hunt. Yeah, it, like I have some videos. Your thumbs are sore from putting too many shells in them. We we had a few. We had a few. Like one that stands out the most is that it was one of our last hunts this season, and you no know, last hunts. It's end of the season. Ducks are getting like weird and stuff because they've been shot at all year. And we go and hunt, uh, I think, nine guys. I think we went and hunt nine guys in this one this one hunt. And we go, and me and, <clears throat> me and my buddy Caleb, we go find a spot. And, you know, it's kind of like, it might be good, it might not be. It's just kind of like, but it was pretty much all we had. See, yeah. that's the thing that I don't get, like, I'm going to wake up at 3.30 to go on a maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's okay. what I'm like, hey, it was. It's, it's freaking on. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Oh, no doubt. Like, no doubt. We had some of those this year, but this one, I think that's what made it so good. And what what was so awesome about it is just like, maybe may shoot the shit out of them tomorrow. We may not. And we go that next day, and they were coming in like 
twos and threes, and then we had a group of like five or six come in. They just did it right and just right in our face, and we shot. I mean, everybody shot so good, and we shot the shit. I think we, I think we killed forty nine ducks. Like it was between eight of us, and I mean, I don't give a shit where you go. Packing it up and leaving for the yeah, sun to come out. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was just like we shot the shit out of them, and but there was also some hunts that we. We went and it was only like five or six of us, and we shoot a six man mallards, just straight green heads. And it was just, I mean, they're sitting in our face, just banging away. And it was, it was awesome. I mean, don't get me wrong, the coming up on like, like me and Caleb, like not too long ago, we came up on a pack of like 30 hogs. That shit. That's fun too. Ooh. Yeah, well, yeah. So if you were, but, to, if but, you were to pick one, what duck hunting or hog? You can hunting. only do one for the rest of your life. Oh, duck hunting. Okay. okay. I'll oh, I'm even, even with that, see, oh. you've thing. always been a, ho- a duck hunter. Nah, yeah. Always yeah. die hard duck hunter. When I hear hogs squeal, oh, that gets my blood. But, but the thing is, hold on. But the thing is, that lasts for about thirty seconds. When you start shooting, that lasts about thirty seconds. Or you could have that same feeling for two or three hours. Well, you can. Yeah, you could do that thermal hunt too if you're in a good spot. Boy, that's true. That's I ain't found that spot yet, Tuck. I'm no, trying I, to find. I, it. I, I have that one spot, I'm but yeah, we had to pay money for it though yeah, to get there. But yeah, yeah, that was that one where we snuck up, had three guns on about a, about a pack of like fifty or sixty hogs, about fifty yards, winds in our face, like blowing pretty good. They have no idea where they're, and it's just like I mean, they were just balled up. And my, my dad, like, it's me, my brother and sister, all on the guns. He's like, on three, one, two, three. It's like, and we all got extra mags in our pockets. Like, it's about to go down. He's like, and you're like, Them balls have no idea where the shots are coming from because the wind's in our face. They ball up like, you know how sometimes like the ducks would come in? Like the ducks come in and like they ball up before they land. The hogs didn't disperse. They balled up and they came towards us. And I was like, Oh my god! And I'm like, I mean, I emptied it before. Like, I emptied the three round mag in like maybe five seconds. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit! I dropped that sucker like like I'm in Iraq or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even like grab it and like put it in my pocket. I didn't even like like grab it, and put it back in my pocket. I just like dropped it and I was like, whoop, grab another one. I'm like trying to jack me. Oh shit! And then my dad's like, hey, big hog coming. Oh, hey, he's getting close. He's getting close. I'm like, I'm fucking trying. I'm like, like trying to jack it. I shot this big hog like maybe ten feet in front of me, and then we're surrounded by them. Like they like they're like, oh shit, this is what's shooting. Well, yeah, us. Like, then they're we like, went oh, the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, we went the wrong way. So we're like, we're like, my dad's like, don't shoot, don't shoot. Because like we're like aiming, you know. And then like they end up running off. We killed like thirty hogs in that group though. God. It was no, it, it was got, awesome. It, well, yeah. But that's granted. We were in a three thousand acre wheat field yeah. that they're like never been hunted on. So they're like, "Oh, that white truck that's coming. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the one that brings the feed." Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it shooting at us now? <laughs> yeah. So around here though, they're like they see that and they're like, "Oh shit, that means bullets are flying." Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, so Chandler, you know, big duck hunter, big hog hunter, done some good deer. I think this past year. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, I think maybe if you want to know, it's like, you know, most people that are probably listening to the podcast aren't professional golfers. Um, they do daily jobs. Um, 
how do you balance though? Like you talked about, like when it comes off season, I try to stick away from it. Mm-hmm. How do you balance your time? Because, like you said, I mean, it's just like if I was doing my job every single day, if I was doing it all day every day, I would get sick of it. Right. I wouldn't want to do anything, and then I would get nothing accomplished. What just you, like the typical. What do you do to balance your job of golf? But, and then hunting, like, what's your balance ratio to make sure you're still performing well, um, but, like, not stressing yourself out? Um, well, the good thing is, is that, like, you know, golf kind of has a season, and it's, like, pretty much February till about October. Yeah. And then... It's just like, well, hell, this is perfect. Like, I mean, October's hunting season, the beginning of hunting season, end of January's end of it, and then I can pick it right back up. And then, it, but you know, now that is my job, and you know, I gotta make a living off of it and everything like that. It's I, I, I do, I do practice a lot more than I did back in the day, back in college. Now during the off season. But to balance it out is now is like since I got the thermal. You know, I might go practice four, five, six hours a day and then at night I'll go hunting for two or three hours. Yeah. You know, just to just balance. to like balance it and like where I'm not just sitting at the house watching T V because I get you know, the nights that I don't go hunting, I, I catch myself, like, at the house. On Instagram. Not, not doing on. shit, and then I'm just, like, looking at golf shit. And it's just golf, golf, golf. I'm just like. Oh, I need to do that. Yeah, oh, I can work yeah, on that. I can work I mean, on this. I can I'm, work on I'm that. I'm a freaking amateur. Like, not a good amateur, you know, if you, you know what I'm saying. But it's, I, mean, I catch myself on Instagram looking at shit. Yeah. And you're like. Oh, could I do this? Yeah. I don't know if you're like that, but it's like, well, it's this. Well, that. We actually touched on that with Dylan. Like, yeah, there's so um, YouTube videos and all this stuff can like get your mind just swirling. And, and, and exactly. that I guess helps you without, with not doing that. Exactly. And another thing is, is that like, what I catch myself doing all the time is that like, seeing like my buddies, Matt, Colin, Victor, um, Will Gordon, uh, Will Zalatoris. I mean, all guys that are like on the PGA Tour now. And they're playing like every week. I'm just like, I just sit back and I just beat myself. I'm just like, I fucking play with these dudes. I was beating them two years ago. Not so much beating them, but I was like competing with them. Like, I mean, it was just, I mean, it wasn't like they're just beating me every time or I was beating them every time. I mean, it was, I feel like it was, yeah, it was, pe- it was compete- yeah. neck and neck. Yeah, it was neck and neck. I mean, at one time, like, I was ranked higher than them, like, as an amateur golfer, and now they're freaking making millions, and I'm over here not making shit, you know? It's just like, and, and I, I, I can't let that shit kind of get to me just because it'll just drain me. And yeah. it'll, it'll just like, okay, you got to go do this. You got to go do that. You got to go do this. Instead of what I really need to do is just kind of stick to the game plan, just stick to what I know, and just, you know. Keep learning. Yeah, if my time comes, it'll come. 
And I just got to be ready when it comes. Yeah. And so I that's mean, when we pick up the thermal and we go, let's go <laughs> yeah. shoot some shit. Yeah. We are I mean, hell, you can't practice golf in the dark. So yeah. Yeah. what else are you going to do? Yeah. yeah, what else am I going to do? <laughs> so, I mean, we, we talked a little bit about on our last podcast with Dylan. You know, he's PJ he's professional uh, and assistant pro at golf course. We talked a little bit about the differences and whatnot. Um, but he touched on you about, like, how obviously good you were. Um, and he just, you know, mentioned that, like, it's like people see the tour level, right. you know, um, but they don't really know what it really takes to get there. Right. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with, like, you know, you think of, like, the MLB. Um, everyone knows about the minor leagues. Right. Everyone knows if you get drafted, you don't go right away. People don't know, like, golf world. It's like... Would you would you compare the corn ferry to like minor league baseball and all that? Oh way? yeah, I mean, no it's, it's very identical. And then you have so if you're making uh, a lot of money on the corn ferry, like, you are what, the Personally, I feel like the corn ferry is almost harder minor league baseball. Yeah, no, I I wouldn't disagree it. with you. I'm just saying it's it's kind of like that. But pe- a lot of people don't know how competitive like it really yeah, is. Right, oh. yeah. You know, people from Huntsville probably are thinking like, oh, what's Chandler doing? Maybe why isn't he there yet? But like, this and that. That's but it's just like they don't like a lot of people just don't know how really competitive it is, and how like you've said it before. I've played lights out, can't catch a break though. Yeah, played yeah. lights out, putted my ass off, flip out putts, right. do this, can't seem to break. You know, more than five under or something. That's, Those little things, it's like people just don't realize. Like, game of golf is a challenging game. It's a game that, like, a lot of times takes more away from you than what you what it gives to you. Um, and I mean, I just that's what I put it in perspective of. Like, it's like you've told us before. I played so good, but didn't score well. And yeah. you've also told us I played so bad and scored great. Right. Right. Well, that's true. And, like, have you ever, if you're played like. You're like nothing feels right, like no, just nothing feels right. But like you score like one of your best rounds. He goes, "Yeah, all my best rounds and there, uh, shit didn't work. Like shit didn't feel right, but it just worked." Yeah, but the, but and the I'm like, biggest, wow, okay. But the biggest thing I know with golf, just knowing guys that are real good, like Chandler, it's like on even on the Corn Ferry Tour, there's so many guys in that tour. That are better than a lot of guys that have their PGA Tour card. No doubt, no doubt. Like and, and considerably that, better, and that's know. why I almost feel like getting out of the Corn Ferry, getting through your Q school, getting to the tour is harder than and, actually being on. I tour. mean, I, from yes, my perspective, no it seems like, like once you get your pro card, you're there. You could probably keep it's, it. It's easier. I, yeah, I think. 100%. I think it's easier to keep your PGA Tour card than to get your PGA Tour card. No doubt, and it, and honestly, I think it has a lot to do with the um the stress, the the um not having to worry about things or anything like that. It kind kind of like in the same position I, as I am right now. Like I've been playing some, like I have corn fairy status, but I'm not getting into the tournaments just because my status isn't good enough, which. Means I'm not getting into them, so I have to go play what they call APT. Which the APT, anybody can sign up for them as long as you have like I don't even really know exactly what their guidelines are, but the those those APT tournaments 
you know, I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day to just start playing them. He was like, man, what's, what's the difference? What's the difference between the APT and the corn fairy? I said, not a damn thing. Any of these guys can play on the corn fairy. And when you get on the corn fairy, any of those guys can play on the PGA Tour. But there's so many guys nowadays. Like, I don't think people realize that how many people are good enough that are good enough to be on the PGA Tour. And but you know PGA Tour, those guys, the the fields are only 156 players. There's probably I don't even know. Like I can't even put a number on it. That there's I'm I'm gonna say there's around six seven hundred guys in the world that could go play a PGA Tour tournament, and any given day could go out there and win. Yeah. And it, it's just kind of like. And 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 what I what I'm what I was getting at earlier is that those guys that have their PJ Tour card and that have full status on the corn ferry, they have a set schedule. They can go out there and pet, play carefree, just relax and just like you know what, I go out there and miss a cut. Fuck it, I know I'm playing next week. Like I'm already in the field. But for a guy like me or somebody somebody that's like below me that doesn't even have status and just kind of like Mondays into one of those. It's like, Oh fuck. I got to do something this week. Like I, I, and they just put so much pressure on themselves. And I mean, it's just kind of like you, you're not going, you, you can't perform. Nobody can perform at the best when they're <clears throat> putting that much pressure on themselves. So like, I mean, you played in the show, you played, same same thing. How many tour events have you played in? I played in four. So four official tour events. I played in four. And do they they don't set up no different? They don't I mean they do, but it's just kinda like when when you get to this level they set up to a point where it's like you should still be fine. Oh yeah. No doubt. No no doubt. And it's just kinda like I mean well, like, okay, so, like, I played four corn free, or four PGA Tour events. I made the cut in one, missed cut in three of them. Two of them I missed cut by one. But, you know, they have, like, the PGA Tour app where you can keep up with everybody, and they give their stats and everything like that. And to the two that I was, like, uh, that I missed by one, I was last in the field in putting. Which I know. Fuck, yeah, you deserve to miss a fucking cut. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, and it's just like, if I put half decent, then that puts me in the middle of the pack after the cut, you if, know? If you're one-off, that puts you above average. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's just... It, and, and that's what I was getting at. I mm-hmm. mean, you just, you know... It's, it's the same thing, just... People, right, and, and what I was what I was saying is that it, like all four of those events, I tried so hard to be like, okay, you know what, just go out there, and just relax, just play. It is so hard. That that is my hardest thing to do is just to relax, just go out there and play like it's a, just another day. Because you want to do something. Because I want to do something. I want to show something. And then, I want to then do you something. Might play stupid because yeah, exactly. you're like, I'm gonna go. For, I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit this. Not so much that. It's just kind of like you know, 
Well, you get you get away from the. I'm gonna I'm gonna just go for middle green and make and and maybe make it make a good birdie put or make par versus like no I'm flag hunting. Right, exactly. And then on top of that, I mean, you know, nerves just because it's like oh fuck, like this is a PGA yeah, tour it's a PGA tour event. You, I mean, you know, oh, shit, that's Tiger. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> put too much pressure on yourself, get nervous, and I mean, the day the day I can go out. And play one of those events and just relax and not worry about anything and just treat it like any other day is when I feel like I can actually do something. But until then, I'm I'm a struggle. Like I mean, I, and I think that goes for anybody that's in my shoes or that's a, that's a tiny thing too, though. Honestly, I mean, like just I, I, I remember in high school, in high school, and even some college, like, playing high school tournaments with you too, because of course. Less pressure because you're like, whatever. I'm already signing a And M. I'm playing. It's no big deal. Like you know, I know I'm gonna like, like kick everyone's ass. We walk up. Like I'll be about to tee off. I'm sitting there like, Whew. yeah. No, I'll be nervous as shit. I'm like, I'm literally like, I get almost numb. I'm so nervous. You're like, what's up, slap dick? Come on, yeah. what you gonna do? I'm like, <laughs> like, how are you so fucking calm? You know, like, like I'm sitting here like, like. Like, oh my, I'm out of the nervous shit. So I might go to the bathroom before I got to tee off. Oh, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> oh, did, did I eat enough? Like, did I bring water? Oh, shit. What am I going to do? Yeah. And then you're just like sitting there, like freaking just like twiddling your thumbs. Like, come on, what you going to do? You going to go low, bitch? Come on. I'm like, I'm nervous, man. It's valued perception. My perspective of it is, is, is at the end of the day, sometimes we all put, our, put more pressure on, on ourselves than what we should. Um, I mean, my perspective of you is is the fact that, like, yes, there's some guys on the tour already that are young. Correct. Um, but if you look at actual people that are on tour, I mean, they're mostly a lot older, actually. I mean, six plus, probably. Right. The best players in the world, Roy, DJ, JT, all of them are... JT's probably, what, four years older than us? No, he was out of college before I got Yeah, so, so that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's like we, we just, like... <clears throat> go so hard on our on ourselves or specifically yourself and it's because it's like you think time is running out right, right. time isn't running out like, no, you're you just, got to your prime you're just yeah. started yeah. you know <clears throat> you're just really finding like right. yourself you're out of college and it's like that would be like my perception on yourself um, I don't need to be quite giving you like advice but it would be like for me it's just like knowing that like your time hasn't come yet right it's like you have a lot of off lights. Look at Tiger. Yeah. Car wreck size itself. I mean, he's one of the older players in the tour. Lee Westwood's 47 and all right. of a sudden almost wins back to back events. It's like you're 24. You got plenty of time. And I think sometimes you get ahead of yourself and you're like, oh my God, I'm already 24. These other guys are only 21, 22, 23. Right. They're but ahead of me. But they don't have that it's one like, big day because it's not going to take that one big day. Take a step day. back and, and, that's it. and stick that's to it. the grind I mean, and keep, keep going, and your time's going to get there. I mean, it is what it is. We've seen you all play. I mean, so like, you, you played the Shell Houston Open, you won it. Like, oh, that's the kid that won the Shell Houston. Holy shit. But, you know, like just that one big time. I was like, oh, he's. And then it's like your name's there forever almost. Right. Or, for, that, or for a couple of years. And that's the biggest thing. Like, when I was. You know, working at Whispering Pines Caddying out there, I met, you know, Jamie Walker, uh, Spieth, DeChambeau, all of them. Watching them hit balls, it's like, okay, you know, yeah, they're hitting in the center, you know, they're striping it. I get it. But it's like, 
at the same time, like I watch like Chandler and guys like him play, and it's like it ain't that different. But the only difference, in my opinion, is they just make the putt, and I feel like that's what it all comes down to. Oh yeah, no, no doubt. you, You watch them on TV, and yeah, there's times they sit there, they put it to six inches, they put it to two feet. That was the highlight. Well, yeah, but there's a the highlight portion but of, of the show. If they sit there and shoot nine under, I bet five of those, they made a 20-footer. Yeah. Five yeah. of those burned down. You, you can know, shoot nine under without out. making 100-plus feet of putts. And that, and, yeah. that, and that doesn't come down to the highlight reel. And that's what people don't understand is that, like, yeah, these guys hit them tight every now and again, but when they don't, they still make it. Right. Yeah. You right. know, and that's how they win. Right. That's how they make cuts. Like Kevin Kissner even said, he was like, asked him, they were like, yeah, this golf course is long. You don't have a, like, how, how does it feel knowing that you don't have a chance to win it? And he said, well, shit, they pay a lot for 20th. For 20th. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it's like, literally, they, all these guys, Chandler, Chandler and Bryson, you put them both at 175, I don't think there's going to be a huge dispersion. Yeah. You know, and it, but it comes down to when well, they get I mean, out of their putt, who's going to make it? Yeah. It, it, different I club mean, choice is a big deal. Different that, club that, choice, but it, it's still 175 yards. You're on tour. If you're 175 yards, you're 175 yards. Yeah. Like, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. I'm not on tour. I'm not that I mean, good. I think the biggest difference but, is like Bryce could be hitting a P wedge. But, it, you're but, hitting but, a, but at the end of the day, it still comes down to making a putt. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong? It does. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it I get what you're saying, and like they do have that stat. Like they had Bryson last year with ten footers and in for the season, he was like ninety one percent. I ain't nowhere fucking close to that. Yeah, no, I was zero percent today. Yeah, <laughs> you were blowing it twenty feet past. Yeah. Her. <laughs> but you were hope, you were hoping to you were praying to God that you were going to make the comeback. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. but when you're talking about like that, like you're both 175, like, and then Bear said, well, he's hitting P wedge, and say Chandler's hitting like, you know, a, nine or eight iron. Yeah, or even just like a or just a baby set, whatever it may be. It's like, it's, it's the the ball's still in the air at the same amount of time. Right. Uh-huh. So like, I mean, I you know, like it though, and this is a bad golfer's perspective of. It's just the confidence level at the same time, though. Right. If I got a P wedge on my hand versus if I got a second on my hand, like what he was P saying, wedge, but, I'm like, I tell you, I'm put this but what he was saying with with Colin, because Colin, they did like I don't know how true it is, but they did a study, and his six iron is it's more accurate than is, is up to tour average you know, of a P wedge of a P wedge. Yeah, exactly. So it's like okay. It really doesn't matter what you're hitting into the green. Because he's used to hitting that, so that's what it's he's just, comfortable yeah, with. It's just yeah. what you hit. So it doesn't matter that Bryce is hitting wedge and Collins and six iron. Collins is just as confident as Bryson is with his wedge. Okay. Right. I what I'm saying. It's yeah, yeah. my whole thing. It's like, yeah, they're both they're Bryson might be hitting way less club, but in terms of mental <coughs> like just I'm maybe, gonna maybe hit he, this, he'd rather have a six just, iron than a pitching wedge. Exactly, and then it comes down to they're both 15 feet. Who's gonna make the putt? Yeah, oh, I, get, I get what you're saying. I you mean, know what I mean? I just think of it as like a confidence level. I mean, I know personally if I have a P wedge, like I said in my hand versus a seven iron, I'm like hundred percent. 
That's like the only time in my day where I'm like, I'm putting this on the flag. I'm not stepping on it. I'm like, just hit the freaking green, please. Just get in the vicinity. Even if I'm on the fringe, I can chip that. Yeah. You know, yeah, but yeah, people yeah, actually yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm putting on a pan. I'm going to make this par. Right. I mean, it is what it is. I'm not saying that. I mean, just more like with your own expectations. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yardage. You know, yeah. What gives you a good example of that is playing, like, I grew up playing with, like, kids younger than me a lot, like Jackson and some other kids that I played with. Like, they were, and the, yeah, they were, but they, they were, we were playing at, like, the same tees, but, like, I hit it further than them, or even if, like, we're the same distance, like, I pulled seven iron, and, like, they're pulling four hybrid, or they're pulling three wood, but them little ships, like, that's what they hit into every freaking green. And so they're, they're like, comfortable with oh, it. yeah, they're like, I'm, I'm going to hit the green. It might be 170 yards. I'm pulling three wood, and I'm going to hit it. And I'm like, they're doing better than I am, and they're hitting three wood into the green. Uh-huh. You know, because they're just like, this is normal, you know? Yeah. So I know uh, this past uh, hunting season, obviously, you duck hunted a ton. You hawk hunted a ton. That was kind of your relief. You actually got to go on a... Really cool trip. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to go. I was supposed to be going the next trip, and then you know that didn't happen. or Whatever. You got to go to Kansas mm-hmm. with you know Tuck. Um, actually, this y'all were the this, only this, ones. This, this season, got, actually, the, the golf thing because of COVID got messed up. That's actually we, we went hog hunting way more because the, there was less golf tournaments. You're like, I'm free for like right. I got a whole year off, and so that's when that shit started. Then we're like, hey, let's go to Kansas. Yeah. Like, so too. you went. Yeah, I went to Kansas, and y'all were the only ones that got to go. Hunter didn't go, or she didn't go. Yeah, it's my dearly. Something went once that year, so. Your dearly, she only got to go once. Because um, just both, shit got busy. Both got really good deer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so talk a little bit about how that experience was. Is that your best deer now, or what's uh, well, one of them? Second, yeah, second best. second best. It looks the biggest. It looks the biggest, yeah. no doubt. Talk about that experience, because I know Tucker. I didn't even give your perspective of it ever. So what was your perspective of it? No, just to be clear, we know that. Texas is amazing with like the very lax laws that we have. Like it's you know, especially we have on some places we have the MLD program, so it's like we can rifle hunt from freaking la- or not this past year, season, the season before. Like it's it kind of depends on I guess like what year it is. But we got to rifle hunt on the MLD place. But shit, that was twenty eighth of twenty ninth of September. I could rifle life. hunt yeah. till the end of last weekend of February. Yeah. So, but like in Kansas, you get. Uh, I think you get 10 days. It's a 10-day rifle season. And so we were up there on the 10-day rifle season. Right. And, like, that was the only time that we could hunt with a rifle because he's good with a bow. I mean, I couldn't. I might can hit a truck at 10 or 15 yards with <laughs> a bow. This is weird because you're really, really good with a rifle. Yeah. No, I'm great with it, but I've never shot a bow. I mean, like, I, I just don't. My dad's always like, I don't like them damn bows because you wound more deer than you kill and this and that. Because you shoot with a 270, they ain't going nowhere. Yeah. You know, so that's. Always have been the philosophy. My dad's like, you know what? Screw this. I don't want getting to thirty yards or less is way harder than touching them fuckers at eight hundred yards. <laughs> you know, so like, I just want to touch them at eight hundred. Yeah, but no, it was it was awesome. Uh, flew up there and we went and uh, we were there for three days. Mm-hmm. Three days, yeah. So three days we hunted morning and evenings, and or did we you, hunted, Did you we think hunted, Kansas looked like that? Is that what you thought it looked like? I guess you've been up there for golf and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, kind of. to me, it was like a, I never, the first time I went up there, I was like, okay, I thought Kansas was like just the slightly rolling hills, the prairies, no yeah. trees. And I'll, I get there, I'm like, this looks like West Texas, but just 
with like different vegetation. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Because those hills are like, holy shit, that is up there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we <clears throat> we we were there for three days, but we were only hunting five times. the The last day we um, we were hunting. We were going to hunt the morning, and then we were going to leave uh, after that. So we go hunting, and me and uh, well, me hunt or me Tucker brother and his cousin we hunt together the first morning we see some nice oh, deer cold. yeah it was cold and, and we <laughs> we we see some nice deer and but nothing like really wanting to shoot or anything yeah, yeah. just being on the first day and then the second day <clears throat> actually we did see that one the first morning like towards the end we, we drove up on that hill kind of close to where i shot mine and we saw that one bust out that hagen Try to get a shot out. Yeah, yeah. And that was a big. Uh, actually, it might have been the one that I shot. Yeah, and we we end up going. Uh, me and Tucker, we end up hunting together. It's just me and him. We go and hunt the second day in the morning, and uh, we're hunting and we're sitting up on top of this hill, sitting at like it was just kind of like hunting this big draw, and it had some fingers coming off of it and. Mind you, Chandler fell asleep for like two hours. Yeah, yeah. The, Just like, I mean, talking about like, like he's in a coffin. Yeah. Like arms out. crossed and he just like, and his, I have a picture of him, but he's, in his, he's in his hood all bundled up. And he's just like, mm. yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I was, was like, I was struggling. And I was sitting, I'm blind as shit and he's got yeah. eagle eyes. And I'm like, wake the fuck up. I need you. you know, like, <laughs> so we're, we're sitting there and uh, we, uh, we actually see this really big deer and we see him for like 10 seconds. And oh, we we didn't hit him. Tucker Tucker didn't get a shot off on him. And he was just running. Yeah, down. he was. It was during the rut. They were chasing does like crazy, and uh, he ended up not getting a shot off. So we we went back that evening. Remind you, it's the second day we're leaving the next day, and we go back that next evening, sitting in the exact same spot, and I see this deer coming down the draw and, that he went into that morning. Yeah, and I see him, and I'm like Tucker. That may be that deer. And and he, I mean, he's walking right to us. I see him like 700 yards away, 800 yards away. I'm looking at him through the binoculars, and Tucker finally sees him. It took him a second to find where, him. Well, he's, where, he's right there. I'm like, yeah. where at? He's yeah. like, like, right there. I'm like, blind ass. Yeah. <laughs> what well, are you anyways, about? So, um, but I didn't think it was that same deer that we saw. Like, that one that we saw that morning, I thought. Because he looks like a tank. giant, yeah, he was giant. Even and, my blind ass could yeah. see my naked eye. And this deer that we're looking at, he he ends up getting probably 300, 250 away. And Tucker's like, I, I gotta shoot that deer. Like that, that's a giant. I'm like, man, hey, get after it. Let him have one. So he shoots him and hits him on the first shot, and then he kind of goes in this draw and in the trees and everything, and we're trying to find him, like, in the scope, and I'm trying to find him in the binoculars, and he finally comes out in this open, and he, Tucker gives him another one, drops him. Ends up being, was like, 161. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, great deer, awesome deer. When we got there, we were like, that ain't the one we saw that Yeah, one. that ain't, yeah, I was like, man, that, I was like, Tucker, I don't think that's the one that we saw that it looks like though he had chocolate horns, yeah. a big ten. It's like, but I was like, that is that ain't him. Though. Yeah, it looked like him. His little brother maybe. Right. <laughs> so, you know, being so Tucker shoots that one, and now I'm not. Now it's my turn 
to shoot. And Tucker's like, go back to that same spot and see if, see if that's not that deer. And I was like, honestly, no, not really. I was like, I want to go, you know, their places. That place is 6000 but they also lease another 600 on the opposite side of the road. And that's 600 I love. Like, it's got a big-ass creek that goes through it, real thick acorn trees everywhere. I mean, and it's got some soybean soybean fields on it, two or three of them. Yeah, there's like a creek that runs into the river. So it's just like, I mean, it's a... That's like a big book. It's like a a trap. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't want to take the chance on your deer being that deer that we saw that morning. And he he was like, okay. And I was like, I want to go over there. Okay, that sounds good to me. So we leave the next morning. We leave... Way before daylight, and we're going to go sit on one of the soybean fields. Yeah, we, we leave like an hour and a half yeah. before daylight. And we just walk. We no just lights, walk. no nothing, just walking. We just walk. And when we're walking, we're kind of like spooking deer. Like, you know, deer bedded up off the road that we're walking in on, and we're just spooking on There's acorns as big as golf balls out there. It, so it's, we're walking. It's, it's just all acorns. We're like crunch. Yeah. Crunch like, God, so much for being quiet. Yeah. So we, we're walking. We get to the soybean field. It's in the back, and we're sitting there. And we have a really big eight point come in. He almost like, ran us over. Yeah, he he literally. I'm I'm sitting there. You know, like, leaves punk, it, leaves it fell off the trees and everything. We're literally sitting on the ground, leaned up on this tree. And uh, this this deer, I hear it from behind me, and you can hear shit walking. Because yeah, it was just like we they can hear yeah, us walking. It's it, like crunch, crunch, crunch. And he. And I just kind of like look out of the corner of my eye ah, to the left, and Tucker's on my right. And I was like, don't fucking move. Like, <laughs> don't move. This deer is like right up on top of us. This deer walks 15 yards to the left of us. And he, he like hops the fence. That we're, we're not blind. We're just, yeah, we're just laying up against the tree. And I mean, it's a huge eight, but like, you can tell he was just young. Like, it was just. You give, you give him like two more years, he's gonna be a giant. He's two or three, twenty-two yeah. inches wide, yeah. like tall, I and mean, he was like, damn, big deer. So, anyways, we saw him, and then like two more bucks came out in the field, and that's pretty much it. And it gets probably what like eight, eight thirty in the morning. It is, it is the coldest morning too. We're yeah, like, God damn. And I was just like, let's let's make a loop. Let's just let's make a loop around this whole property. Because so we're, we're sitting on one soybean field, we have three. Yeah. So like we can walk around yeah. and sneak up to others other ones like yeah. maybe they're out there, you know. And we sneak up and we we, we don't walk maybe two hundred yards back in like to the woods from where we were. And we're sitting there or we're walking and this doe and this buck get up and Tucker's like, shoot that deer, shoot that deer. I saw him jump up and he's and a it, big old giant deer. giant eight. And I was like, shoot him, shoot him. And I was just like looking at him and I like I couldn't get a clear shot on him. I was like, man, I can't tell how big he is or whatever. I was like, I'm telling you, dude. Yeah. And, and he's he finally like kind of showed his neck. And yeah. I could see if I'm sitting behind you. I'm like, I was like, shoot that deer. He's like, you think so? You think so? I'm like, yeah. Dude, shoot him. He's like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, dude, shoot him. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. And he's like, and then he kind of goes, all right. I'm like, okay, so I'm sitting there just looking at the binos like, okay, I'm about to see a but, bullet hit the throat. And, and, then, then, and then he takes off. The deer takes off. Like, and I don't get a shot off him. So we come back around. We go look and this and that. Well, we made a big circle. Made a big circle. Yeah, about an hour circle. later, the goes, God damn, I should have yeah, shot that deer. Shot shot that deer. <laughs> and then we come back around, and we literally come back to the spot that we were sitting at that morning. 
don't see nothing. We're just like, all right, fuck it. Let's let's just go back to the house and whatever. So we're walking back, and then there's and then like I see some deer. We're we're actually walking through the soybean field, and we see this deer like kind of running through the woods. But I mean, they're two hundred fifty yards away. It's almost the same spot we saw in the beginning. Yeah. And so we're walking up there, and we're not like rushing or anything. And then come to find out, those deer they weren't spooked. They weren't they weren't running from us. They're it was five bucks on one doe, like chasing them, chasing this doe <laughs> around in the woods. Yeah, she's like, oh shit, yeah, man. yeah, let's get raped. And, <laughs> and we get up there, and then I think they kind of like. I think the doe saw us, and then maybe a few of those bucks saw us, and then they were kind of, like, running. And then that same buck that, like, I almost shot, uh, like, an hour before was in the back. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I got a good look at him, man. And I was just like, so I kind of ran up probably, like, another 30 yards, and this dude stops right on this creek bank. And, and I was like, should I shoot him? So I was like, yeah, shoot him. I was like, Phew. I mean, I just fucking, I mean, what you made went like 30 yards, yeah, 30 yards and go up there and, you know, like those Kansas deer, they're so big. They're the bodies. Are, pounds. Yeah. Their bodies are so big. And you could tell that this buck was like, I mean, the, the deer, they're all kind of like right in the same general area. And you could tell this deer was like twice the size of all the other ones, like in body size. So you knew he was old and everything. And Chandler kept saying, dude, he's barely outside his ears. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that means he's 20 inches yeah. wide. And and I, but what? He's only he's barely outside his ears. I'm like, yes, Chandler, the East Texas are 13 inches. These yeah. are 18 inches. <laughs> like, so, like their ears are. So I shoot him, and he, and like, we didn't actually see him go down. We go over there, and I mean, then he, I mean, we saw him right there. And we walk up there, and you know, down here, you walk up on deer, usually they're like, oh, shit, trunk. Ground shrinkage. Ground shrinkage. Up there, fuck no. No, they get your they, hands on. I that. was like, I walked up and we both walk up at the same time and we look at each other and we're like, shit, that is a giant eight point. And come to find out, he, he what he scored one forty. Well, he scored him at one. We scored him at first. We scored him wrong at one forty two, and then after I was like, okay, you get an extra two mass measurements. Of course, that's at the end of the time, so it's not going to be as big, but. I think it's like a 146, 147. Yeah, 146, 147. That's a eight massive point. eight point. I mean, it's yeah. a giant That big one I have in there yeah, is 149, so it's only two inches off of that one. Yeah. yeah. That, that so, one's a huge Yeah. The so, only thing that that one has is mass. But his had, on his right side, it had a 14-inch G2. Yeah. It was, I mean, if if his, yeah, if his left side, his left side, his G2 and G3 were... Like two inch inches or an inch and a half. If they'd have been symmetrical, he'd have busted one fifty. Yeah, I mean it was just <clears throat> a giant deer. I mean, and like like I said, when I walked up to him, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like that yeah. is a giant deer. So, like it's funny because his only scored his, his scored one forty six. Mine was a ten or an eleven. I had a split and it scored one sixty one. And my deer would fit inside his. Yeah. That's just yeah. how, like, the scoring mechanism goes. Yeah. You yeah. know, but like my deer would literally fit there's inside. There's plenty it. of times where. You've put one on the wall and you're like, oh, yeah. don't worry about the score on that one. Like, it looks sick. It looks huge. But, like, mm. it doesn't score well. I mean, yeah. man, people go off the score. I had, I had one that I killed in uh, North Texas this year as a late season. And 
the deer were kind of busted up and stuff. And, you know, Hagen shot, uh, my brother, he shot an eight point that it won't score. It won't even, it probably won't even touch 130, but it's 22 inches wide. It just don't have much for tines. It's kind of spindly, but it looked when you're on the wall, it's like, God dang, that's a big deer, you know? And then mine, we scored it at 153. It's a, it's a mainframe 12, slick 12. But it's only 16 inches wide, and, but it's just because of the 12 point. Like, he looks like it fits inside Hagen's deer again. Right. Like, on the yeah. wall, like, obviously, if you know deer, you're like, okay, yeah, that was an outscore that one. But, like, if you just, like, at a glance, like, holy shit, who killed that big wide one? Not like, they're actually like, oh, look at that little basket rack. Yeah. This one 153, <laughs> yeah. though, you know? And so, or even, like, Hagen's friend killed a, a big eight that was, like, it was, like, 135. Heavy, tall, real pretty. My deer fit inside of his, but outscores about twenty points. Right. Like, what the hell, you know? But like those extra, those extra measurements between and then the tines, and mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it all adds up. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's the thing. And like Chandler's deer, will look when he gets back, it's gonna look freaking great on the wall. People are gonna go, "Holy shit, was that one Yeah, you know? like, yeah, yeah, sure it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all the same shit. I'm I'm sure. I'd rather shit, might as well. I'd rather shoot a big eight like that than a big eleven. I mean, yeah. than an eleven that fits and inside that's the, that big that, eight. And that's the thing up there in Kansas. There's like, hell, the one, the ten point that I shot. Are we might have saw one more ten point. If there, it's, I don't know what it is about those Kansas deer. It's all big eights. Yeah, like yeah. it's like. I mean, shit. We saw Hagen killed a big eight. His was one thirty seven. Chandler's was one like was one forty six. I killed one the year before. That was almost like right at one fifty. Like. You don't see that down here. Yeah, no. You don't see eight points like that down here. Uh-huh. Yeah, hey, I tell you what's crazy is that yeah, I, I actually FaceTimed you not too long ago. Uh, my dad. So so my dear, he's a mainframe mate, but he's got a kicker off his G2. I mean, it's only like an inch long. Uh, off of his right G2. You know, I'm in my, in my, I'm in my room the other day. I came into town, went to my parents' house, and... Uh, I go in my room and my dad's got this deer they shot at our old lease. Um, it's it's just European man. And I looked at it, just kind of like looking around, just whatever. And I just kind of look at it. And I'm just like, uh. I looked at it and then I looked at my deer, dude. It's the same, everything, same, same frame, same kicker. I mean, same. I mean, I, it was. It was oh, like, yours even had the squiggly brow type yeah, of hit too. It only, it, yeah. My my deer from Kansas has kind of like a. It, it, his brow tines kind of do a, a weird little thing, and my dad's deer kind of does the same thing. But it, it, it was so creepy because, like, I mean, this deer was shot in Trinity, Texas. My deer was shot in <laughs> fucking Kansas. Like, I mean, it, it, four hundred miles away. But or they're like. A spitting image. Now, don't get me wrong. My dad's deer is probably 20 inches smaller than mine. But, I mean, it is the Still. exact. Like, That's nuts. It, it, if, if I put those two deer up, up against each other, you would say, oh, that's the sheds from okay, my deer year. last year. Really? Yeah. Wow. And no, no joke. It is. It's wow, crazy. Is that close? That's nuts. I, no bullshit, dude. No, I'll send a picture yeah, to you. Like, send me, send me, send me it's a it's fucking crazy. Wow. That's crazy. No, that's, I mean, shoot, my dad's done the same thing. He's he shot a deer, and they look, and he has he had them mounted wow. the exact same way. And he's like, I'm like, damn, like those deer look like they're they're if they ain't like 
identity. If they ain't brothers, then they're like real. Like they have at least have the one same parent. You yeah. Know? And he's like, everyone says that. He goes, the funny thing is, I shot this one in Montgomery, Texas, and I shot this one in like Uvalde, Texas. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I'm like they ain't related, you know. But I mean, like, but yes, like, and it's, but it's also crazy how some different regions produce different deer, like, yeah. like the way they look like. Because down here, we call the swamp donkeys. You know, like when you get in the Trinity River bottom, you got them big, just goofy, crazy shit that's yeah. going on. And then like, I mean, not always, but like you know, when you get on, if you get some big property, let them get old. They start doing some wicked stuff. I mean, don't drink the water out of the Trinity River if you see what the hell it does to a deer's horns because it gets crazy. But then up there in Kansas, it's like. You don't see drop tines and mini kickers. It's just like they're just slick. Yeah. But then you get down here in this, I guess it's probably the fucking pollution or something. No, and they start growing some crazy yeah, shit. It's cleaner in Kansas. I saw this little YouTube video about it. Really? Like kind of comparing it. Yeah. But I mean, even but even South like, Texas, like they're, those deer are just like even shit th- as South, simple as clover. Like, hey, we're some trashy motherfuckers <laughs> down here. <laughs> That's why hey. don't don't eat the fish out of the Trinity hey, River. Yeah. Don't drink the water. Don't yeah, do they, nothing. They say you can have two a month. That's the, your allowance. You, you, know, know, you, you, you want to be you safe? Know. Just don't go yeah. to Trinity because they don't have teeth. They got. I think their population's like. 1,200, and they might have a mouthful of teeth between all of them. <laughs> <laughs> they might have some nerves. So, hey, hey, you know. chill out. My parents are from me. Hey, but they got out, they got out <laughs> with their teeth. Nah, I, I think they're the only two. <laughs> they won the lottery. Yeah. It might be fake. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, kind of closing up. You know, we've gone for a while now. Um, I think it's been you know, awesome, awesome to have you on. There's um, three things that I want to know from you. One is going to be one that we've kind of done on this, every podcast, and we'll, that's going to be the last one. Um, the first question I have for you is, don't you have to do a crazy long speech about it or anything like that? That's not even the best conditions you're like, What's your favorite course you've ever played? Sage Valley. No Sage, doubt. Sage Valley. Yeah, yeah. I think you told me that. Is that the one that had like the it's, crazy green grass that was like you thought it was it, like painted yeah it, was, it almost looked fake it was it's right across the border from augusta georgia um in south carolina did yeah blessing, I'm, I'm did blessings compare no really no mm. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now i believe look, you no, look up say looks look up say i've seen it everywhere you're at but you look up you look up blessings I, and it's I don't the same thing shit. i don't give a shit i'm telling you right now you go look up, or no, anywhere a, 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 anywhere I was on that course. You just look. You know, it's I mean, a picture looks like a looks like a painting. I mean, it is unbelievable. Yeah, and, I, and you've told us you've told me that personally before. Mm-hmm. I asked you that I think a long time ago, and you're like Sage Valley, no question. No so question. it's good that you haven't no. steered away. No. Um, the second question is Masters is coming up. Who is your, you know, let's go around the room really quick. Who is your pick to win it this year? Or who would you like to win it? I don't think you can go wrong with Colin, honestly. That's a course that he could tear it up on. Yeah. I mean, somebody that's good with their irons just because of the sections of the greens that you got to be in. Yeah. And you got to be so precise on going into those greens that, I mean, I don't think you could steer wrong. We actually talked about Colin on our last podcast about that he would be the guy that everyone's looking after. Yeah. 
Colin or Victor? I'm going I'm to go Colin or Victor just because Victor, they don't talk about him as much as with ball striking. He's pretty damn close to Colin. Yeah. Like, I mean, for me personally, uh, I would have to go with, I mean, I have to go with the big guns. It's like, we talked a little bit about big guns. the big guns of players. And but it's who like, do you mean? Because last week I even said Colin. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about big, big guns. I'm talking about, could DJ repeat? I don't know. Dude, when DJ's on, he's... Right, but he, but he ain't been on... He, had, he played half as many terms as all these other guys have. It, that don't matter. I'm just saying, no, he's he, not playing... Well, so when he is on, so I'm just it's saying, hard to beat. You never know. I DJ, I, just, I also I, think I that... I we talked about him at the golf course today. Justin Thomas. Yeah. yeah. When, yeah, like when that fool is on, he's no one to mess with. Well, then again, he, when he any will, of these guys are on, they're no, not I get it. But JT, like I said, he has the swagger about him. He's just something about him. When he is locked in on the golf course, but it's I swear like, there's something to be. So I think, I feel like for me, JT, I'm going kind of the big guns that like, that I feel have like, had their names. I'm going DJ or JT. I feel like that JT they and what? Colin not, like, locked in are the same. Who? JT and Colin locked in. No. Yes. I think Colin's great. But Colin's going to make a, more putts. On a... Dude, he's going to make more putts. Huh? Have you seen JT when he's on putting? That dude can make some putts. But when they are both just steady Look, on, Colin's going to make I'm not more saying putts. Colin's worse than him. I'm just saying, based on JT's career so far, obviously it's a lot longer. Yes. I would trust JT a lot yeah, more because he's been in those moments. I understand. Um, yeah. I think one of those two will be in the hunt coming I Sunday. Think, I think. Doesn't mean they're going to win, but I think, those, I think one of those both will of them, be in I think both of them win a green jacket eventually. At some point, I think well, both of them win one. DJ just did, but. No, I'm talking, like JT, I'm talking JT and Morikawa. Oh, okay. I think yeah. both of them have a green jacket in ten years. Okay, so, so it seems like a lot. It seems like a lot, a lot of you these guys. You can't say anybody that we just said. Okay, it seems like it seems like a lot of these guys, like or a lot of these tournaments, like it, the the Masters, you know, the Opens, whatever. Like it seems like everyone's like seeing the big, like just like you said, the big guys. Like okay, this like who's gonna win it this? Who's gonna win it this time? You know, and then someone that you barely heard of steps up and like, holy shit, where did he come from? And blows the field out of the water. You know, and then gets his name. Like, honestly, I'd like to see something like that happen. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know names because I don't like. Obviously, I know all the big names, but like those guys that place, you know, in the twenty to twenty plays to forty every time, and like still, they're making good money. They're millionaires, but you don't even know their name. I want to see one of those guys come up and win. And I think another person that I actually like to see win it. I don't know why. Somebody I would like, love for Rory to win, but yeah. <laughs> some of y'all just like them. It is what it is. I personally like them because I think a lot is for the game. I honestly, and you're gonna probably be like, "Hell no, Bryson DeChambeau." I would like to see maybe Bryson DeChambeau win it. I would, I would saying, like him a lot if he wasn't so damn cocky. I don't think he is. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. I don't think he's so damn cocky. I just think like. I would like he to see Bryce is, He didn't handle those interviews very well because, no, like, oh, no, no. I'm, I'm well, in no, 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 majors are easy, that, really. It's it's everyone's just, talking no, shit about it. It's just that he thinks that his way is the way to do no. it. 
is how I perceive. Yeah, oh yeah, all day. No. You're saying all he's stuck in his ways. All day. No, because he's done Bryson, it both ways. He knows both ways. Right. He used to get in under, now he has to 350. I understand that, but ways. what way is like he better. pushing now? <laughs> it's the 350 and then hitting the wedge in. Yeah. No, I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying, I think, I I think, think it, would, it would help his maybe name go because he's won I think eight now I tournaments think he's done well when he got but that would tour, maybe give him a little bit another level of like people to start respecting him a little bit more than for what he deserved I think he deserved a little bit more respect in I, my opinion I don't disagree but I think when he got on tour if he learned how to putt and chip he would have been right where he is right now alright come on because, let's go crank the thermals up <laughs> <laughs> okay I don't that know. gives everyone's perspective I'm I'm you're joking. still a more yeah. power fan yeah you kind of want someone random to win it, which I think the Masters, that happens quite a bit, actually. So um, I, I, I want to, you know, like an underdog step up, yeah. you know? I got two. I got two points to make. Okay, two points. All right. First is a question, because I'm, I agree with Tuck. I like to see someone that I've never heard of win. But, like, and no one may know the answer to this question, but how many spots are there to qualify for a big tournament like that? Like... You've already got the guys that are already qualified for it. So how many spots well, are those? Have to think, of it, think of it this way. You want before the cut or after the cut? You have to think, win. No, no, no. Well, I'm trying to say, think, think, of, think of it this way. You have to R- win. Ricky Fowler. And Everyone was, knows Ricky Fowler. Not competing at the Masters this year. But you have to win. He's outside the top 50. You, okay. have, you have to be inside the top 50 or win a tournament. Is that correct? Right. Something like that. I think something like that. Yeah, so he yeah. he is not qualified the Masters Year, which is the first time. But, no, no, no. He like has he has this week. Plus, he has this week to try and qualify. In Bolero. He would basically and need Bolero, to win it. I it was just this week. I think it's Bolero. Too. Yeah, but I'm just saying that gives you perspective of like the Masters, how hard it is. It's like yeah. everyone knows Ricky Fowler. He's a great golfer, but like he's not probably – Unless he goes off his last next See, two that weeks. Just, that kills my second point because I was going to say he's due. He hasn't been playing. No, he is and, due. If yeah. he's in it, he's and, due. And that's, but he people is. also talk crap about Ricky Fowler lately because they're like, where is he going? Where is he this? I mean, that's just the game of golf. Yeah. He ain't, he ain't I mean, next he, he, he might be really horrible this whole year and then next year go off, go off and win everything because he's good enough. To, not everyone can be Tiger and be the man for 10 years. No, straight. even Ricky Fowler's putting on, he can putt better than anybody. Everyone on. The commentators are like, Ricky's putting stroke is probably the best putting stroke in the game of golf. But like, even, his stroke is insane. Even Tiger, and I'm probably wrong with this, but I think in 07, he didn't win shit. Like, he didn't win anything. And it's people were saying, oh, he's in a slump. Oh, Tiger's done, blah, blah, blah. And I don't think Ricky is. You can't compare him to Tiger by any means. But I do think that somewhat Ricky's somewhat just kind of in a some like kind of slump, like he's not playing to his. Even then, in, in both cases, they just weren't making the butts. I agree with and that. That's it. Like just shit, just wasn't going their way. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know what's going on like behind the scenes. Like I mean, they just like mm-hmm. you see a lot of sports, like like big yeah, like, big stars, they get they get a new girlfriend, they get a or they get you know something's going on like or they're if they're married, his, his girl's Allison, shit, right? or shit ain't going shit ain't going on right right at the, at the homestead, and that fucks your head up, man. Like if you know if, if shit ain't going right at the homestead, then like 
Like I mean, they 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 straight dropped Tiger from AT and T after I mean, all that bullshit. I'm just saying, look what happened to Tiger after all that shit went down. He went from hero to zero okay, after getting all, hit with a nine iron by his wife. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is, I don't know a single guy in America that heard what Tiger was doing and said, "Hey, I'm gonna drop AT and T." You know, screw Tiger. He did the wrong thing. No, <laughs> most guys were like, do it to "Damn, like." That dude is slaying. Like, <laughs> sitting here like, I want to know what kind of cologne that dude's wearing. You know? so, Can I have some of his pickup lines? Yeah. Like, <laughs> All right. So, again, this is last question. Again, we want to thank you for being on. Um, last question. We've been doing this every podcast so far. Um, is going with the topic of talking to younger golfers. You know, you're, that's in your specific field. Young golfers or golfers like us that are more amateurs or whoever it might be, old men that need help with something, what's your one um, tip to help people get better? You know, whether it's young people that maybe look up to you or older people that wish they could break 90, break 80, whatever it is, what's that one tip that you could say that might be a lot simpler than what they're thinking? Pull the stick and hit it. <laughs> no, um, just uh, I guess in a way, just take things one step at a time. Just okay if you're if you're having problems with uh, multiple things, go go work on one of those things and master that before you go and try to. Cram it all together. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, and I mean, I, hell, I use that. I, I use that for my own game. And um, I think that's the best way to get better is just take one, one thing or things one at a time to where you can concentrate on one thing and just see if you can get better at that. And don't don't get away from that until you can master it or go to the next level or get better or whatever. I mean, comparing it, it all kind of depends on what like caliber you are yeah. in golf or whatever, but yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a great tip. I think honestly, it's kind of weird to say, but I think our last guest kind of touched on the same thing. Yeah. We, we, we reiterated the fact that like you social media is prevalent, crazy prevalent nowadays. You look at a YouTube video and you see this or you see that. And you're like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to the range today. I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to change this. I'm going to try this. to copy this guy's swing. I'm going to do like, this. Don't do and that. It, yeah. You can't and copy it. somebody's swing. Yeah. You can't yeah. do it. You, you can't. Everybody's got their own swing. Work with what you got and master that. Yeah, but like what I was kind of... That is, I completely I like agree, that. and it's the fact that like you do that, and all of a sudden, like you said, you took... You went from doing one step to trying to do 30 steps in one range session. Right. It's not happening. No. And then you're going to get worse. You're gonna it's, leave. Probably, it's probably going to go the other way. You're gonna it's leave. probably going to go yeah. You're going to leave the course. Yeah. You're going to be like, I don't ever want to pick up a club again. Or, yeah. or you're confused You're supposed to shit. play with your buddies this weekend, and you're like so nervous for yeah. some reason about it. Because I'm hitting like, it all over the map. I don't know where my miss is anymore. Um, and so, yeah, I, I mean, I completely agree that the one step at a time is your best solution. For me personally, it's like when I go play with all of y'all and buddies and stuff it's like if I focus on one thing 
I'm always better than if I'm trying to fix seven things. Right. Um, yeah. It's like, okay, at least I fix that one thing and then I get around or whatever it is. Um, I mean, it is what it is because it's like today, driver was horrible. Irons and putting and everything like that was decent. Ended up shooting close to what I normally shoot because um, I was like focused on like driver sucks. Yeah. Irons are still okay though. Don't right. try to f- go crazy with the driver and then mess up what was actually working for you today. Right. right. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what you're saying. One step at a time. I mean, you can't fix 20 things at once. Exactly. I guess I got one more question too. If we're, since we were hunting and golf, all right. If you had to like go back from childhood to now, be it a one night, one morning, one evening, or a five day hunting trip, what was like, what's like, that was like, E number one, like, I want to relive that hunting trip. Oh, no doubt. Um, <laughs> a hunt that me, my dad, and his buddy, we went on duck hunt. I can't get into details, but I wish I could go back to that one. Just because. Where was that? It was over at our old uh, Deer Lease in Friday. It was. The stupid massacre. That's all it was. Yeah, we had we had one of those that was in uh I think we were in, in uh Lockhart, Texas. And it was a we were like it was like the guy's like, Hey look, I got a bunch of teal coming in. He's like, There's a few other ducks, but mostly it's just teal. He's like, They're just like like every morning they're coming in here hot, hot, right. hot. And I was like, Oh I mean, I like I've heard people say this on one of those hunts and you sit there and you you know you you put like a whole box in your in your of shells in your jacket and then like you don't even like maybe like you know shoot like five or six times right and he was like they're coming yeah and I'm like and I was like I was like I'm sitting there I don't know shit about duck hunting really I'm just we're, I mean we're not like in waders I'm sitting there on the bank uh, just, hey. just just chilling on the like on the ground like this and he goes hey they're coming yeah and I was like. You mean and then you look over and you see a fucking cloud yeah and it's no, like dude exactly. and, and all of a sudden it's thing. like i thought we were getting bombed yeah. like, it was like, like what he's like boom 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 like i mean i was like having to run back to the truck like i need another box of shells yeah. you know like <laughs> no that that's exactly how that hunt was yeah, i mean didn't even have to get in the water and back then you know we didn't have a dog to go get the ducks or just anything. let the wind blow them to well, the other side of the not bank. even that we we actually uh, did you get a fishing pole and fish them in literally <laughs> no, no that's what we used to use we we used to take a fishing pole and put mm-hmm. a, a zero spook on that top yeah, water that uh-huh. has three trouble hooks yeah. on throw it over to the top of them hook on them fuckers hook, really hook them on the hook them on their neck or whatever and just reel them in that's, that's, that's that's trendy shit right oh, there. That's some trendy Texas shit right oh, there. Shit. That's lazy. That that was the best. Well, bird. hell, if it's a hey, you guys ain't getting that water. Best best bird dog I've ever had in my life. I ain't never had one, but his name was Spook. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you On a freaking Corrado. Yeah, that's it. Just three trouble hooks. Hey, you can hook anything with that. Including an alligator did that one time. I don't, know, I don't know how many tree bass I've caught on that thing. Man, you have <laughs> caught a lot of tree bass. Hey, Ricky, a couple times, actually, I hooked a big bass, and I knew this. I mean, he had my rod doubled over. I'm like, this is a, this is like a 7.3, like, extra heavy. I'm like, dude, he's there. He just wrapped around something. Ricky's like, I'll get him. Like, really? It's like February, dude. Like, if the water's cold, he goes, that's a big fish. I'll get him. I'm like, all right. Okay. <laughs> Strips down. Ricky dives in. He goes underwater. It's been like 15 seconds. I'm like, 
Is he dead? (laughs) (laughs) Did the big fish eat him? Like, what happened, you know? And then then Ricky comes up. (gasps) Two and a half pounder. (laughs) (laughs) He's a sucker done wrapped around a whole fucking tree. I was about to pull that bish down. Next thing you know, daddy comes out with a fish. (laughs) Now, Ricky's new... uh, Ricky's... We've been planting this for like three years, but he really wants to do is find one of our beavers in our lake, and he wants to go Rambo on it and jump on it and stab it with a knife. Ain't yeah, because I mean, ain't happening. Shit. You can get down to Snoopy's doghouse and fight him. I will kill a beaver. I'd like to see it happen. With a knife. With a knife. I'll do it. I, 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 if I ever get the opportunity, Tucker knows this. I've had several chances where we've somewhat gotten close but haven't been able to do it. I've been on the front of that boat every time, ready to jump off, get on that beaver. Oh, he's ready to go balls deep. I am ready. He's going to tear your ass up. He's going to smack you with that paddle, and you're going to be fucking He will not tear me up worse than a hog will. You're you're in his domain when you're in the water. I understand that, but I've also been on the back of a hog, and I survived that, so I think I can live past a beaver. Hey, you've been on the back of a sow, not a big boy with cutters, and... I, don't I know have been on with cutters. Okay, you have. I forgot. But you have you seen the teeth on them beavers? Man, that will go straight through Dude, your They don't chop have, down trees. They chop down shit. trees. Your little arm ain't nothing. They're just like, da, 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 and they just run off with it like, yep, this is going to be good for my home. You know, you know that you know that big-ass cow at your farm with them big-ass horns? Uh-huh. Daddy tackled it. <laughs> I can handle a beaver. Okay. okay. If he wrestled well, the cow, you can wrestle the beaver. Hopefully, when we do yeah. that, we'll get it on video. <laughs> no, and then, you uh, damn straight. And right. everyone can see if, uh, if Ricky is 1-0 and or if uh, Ricky is 0-1. Hey, I can take down a snapping turtle seven days out of the week. I can take down a beaver. If he, kill, if he gets a beaver with a knife, I'm going to personally like get him a belt buckle made. Manchester. Be- because he's a... It's like a different type of rodeo. Beaver Slayer. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening in to the episode of the Four Peas in a Pod oh. podcast presented by the Outdoor Holics. Um, we were thrilled to have Mr. Chandler Phillips on the episode with us today. Um, again, I think uh, he brought a lot of insight into the differences of uh, a little bit of what he does for golf as a living versus um, you know how we play um, just recreationally. Also, some of the things that he does to take his mind off the game, um, I would think, in a good way, so that way he can uh, perform at his best. I hope there was a lot of laughter in there as well. Um, I know I was laughing a lot. It was a good time. Um, you know, if you liked it, go ahead and share it to all your friends. Comment, like it. Um, check us out on all of our social media pages. You know, the Outdoor Holics. We're on Instagram, Facebook. Um, we're on, you know, Spotify. Apple Podcasts. Um, check us out. Share it with all your friends. And if you have any questions, you know, let us know. I love you.